Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. The Rizzuto Show. Start complaining now, or do yes. we wait at I'd least a week? Oh, man, no, right no, no. there's already complaints. No, 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 no. It just—it's hot right here. It's—it is. <laughs> you look move. flush. Come over here. Okay. You look it is flush. So hot right here. Like in this area where I sit, <laughs> Captain. It Kirk's is area. significantly hotter. Yeah. Like stand right here. It's it's like ten degrees hotter. Well, we better get you a fan then. That feels good. Like coming back to the air conditioning? No, no, no. I, you guys always keep it so cold in here. Like my parents, like like elderly parents. That that's kind of nice over there. Yeah, you think? It's a nice little heat pocket. Yeah, it's like a sleeping bag over there. Yeah, it'd be great <laughs> if it was uh, December. Great. Yeah, be great if it was February. Too. You're gonna be really comfortable in a few months. <laughs> Feel like I'm in a sweat lodge. Do I look flush? Really? You did. I mean, does, does he not look flush? I mean, yeah. he looks a I little red. Look? Right? I mean, you look great. <laughs> did you put, did you put some rose on your cheeks this morning, or no? You look. You do look flush. Rouge. Rouge. If flush means gorgeous. He looks very flush. Yes. Yeah. I feel all right. Just hot. Hot coming at you. Hot this morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hey. hey good morning. Hi. Yeah. Today's the day we uh, we actually begin. I think today is the official first broadcast from the studio. Yesterday didn't count. Oh, I was. I'll I tell was, you why. I thought Jeff, you were great yesterday. yesterday. I'll tell you That's why. a shame. Uh, because uh, at this time yesterday, there was like fifty people here uh, in the true. studio. Good point. 
Like, imagine doing your job with your bosses staring at you <laughs> and all the engineers. God bless them all. Yeah. Great people. Uh, excellent people. Arms folded. Staring. <laughs> you know what the That's message what was? was? Was We spent all this time and effort now. Be funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Entertain me. Yeah. Go ahead. I got my arms Go crossed. Go ahead, clown. Entertain Go me. Ahead. <laughs> Make me laugh, clown. <laughs> All right there, Big Shot. We built this whole thing for you guys. Entertain us. And go. Now, I think we're settling in, in nicely. Yeah. The office is all right. Yeah. Getting to know uh, some of our coworkers. Yep. Everything's good. Yeah. We've got the coffee situation all... Uh, situated. All situated. Yeah, I'm, I'm, te- I'm testing the waters because there's a couple different options in there. A so couple you gotta- different options. Oh, my goodness. There's... A, it's a- a dozen options, yeah. especially compared to what we used to have. Yeah, for sure. So nice. So I, you know, you test. I, I tested yeah, you a different test. option today, and I wasn't, I wasn't too thrilled. So I'll go back to the to the option I picked yesterday, which was a, a delicious option. I took the uh, the bathroom before the show for a spin. Yeah, had that good. work oh, out for oh, you. Yeah, good. That just made test? me not feel good. <laughs> Did good. you use the one here? No, no, I used there? the one okay. down there, and not in- the one seater. I used the. Uh, the actual legit bathroom. The legit. Did bathroom. you go all the way back to the handicrapper? Oh or? yeah, man, Isn't it that is amazing. Ro- roomy. They run cable in there. I may never Ooh. see you again. Yeah. I was gonna say we should take There's a room. We should take a video crew in there and see if we can like get a game of Monopoly going. You or- could. Yeah. You could put a car table in there. With so much room. It's nice. There's so much leg room. Nice. <laughs> hey, uh, there is a new term to describe something that's almost definitely happened to you. And made you furious. Try to figure out what this is. It's called R-bombing. 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 Are you trying to get, you want us to guess what the R stands for? Do you you think you know what this is? Maybe. You said it's something that happens to you and makes you you furious? That that happens to all of us. Maybe not Jeff. Hmm. Definitely not Jeff. Definitely not Jeff. Definitely not Jeff. This is not a Jeff Burton issue. It is something that happens to all of us except for Jeff Burton. It's called R-bombing. What a ridiculous thing this is. And um, R does not stand for ridiculous. Oh. Recalling things in the past? No. Nope. No. Give can you give us any other R hint stands no for ideas. Wait, R stands for read. Read bombing. Read bombing. Nope. So it's a term to describe something that's definitely happened to Everybody but one of us. Read bombing. Hmm. I think you got the R stands dumped. for read. R bombing. It describes that moment when you send an important text. You see the notification in the window. The other person has read it, but they don't respond. Ah, oh, okay, that makes okay. sense now. I get it. Because that's an iPhone thing. That's an iPhone thing. But uh, but also like it could be as far as like Facebook Messenger and Instagram. And Twitter, if I send a private message to you, it'll say seen. Oh, I don't know. if Does that do it on Instagram? Yes. Yeah, Instagram. Oh, okay. So maybe Jeff is Twitter, involved. Facebook, all that yeah. stuff. But as far as what you meant, texting, basically. Yeah. I guess it could be anything. It could. Yeah, it could be all of them. R-bombing. Yeah, I mean, especially considering one of my daughters does not even text. She just uses Snapchat. Mm, yeah. And you could tell when they read a message? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have it. I don't, yeah. I don't use it. I'm assuming. With Snapchat, it says, hey, you saw or read or whatever. Yeah, it'll, it'll let you know that they've read it. What's the point of Snapchat? So your parents don't see your texts? Oh, God. Yeah, it disappears. Like, what's the point of, oh. of Snapchat? 
I mean, you could say, what's the point of Instagram? And what's the point well, of I understand Instagram Twitter? Because what's the point of... I, I understand Instagram because you, you, you send pictures out, you tell, you tell the stories... But Snapchat, just the photos disappear, right? Well, yeah, there's well, no remember, paper trail. You remember, you remember Vine? Remember Vine when there was like those 10 second or yeah. seven second videos or whatever? That is, Snapchat has essentially replaced Vine. Yeah. Because you could save well, everything. You could well, save I everything. Snapchat is if I want to send, uh, you know, Jeff a dong shot. That's how it used yeah, to be. But now you could save everything. So, you know, like Instagram stories, that's Snapchat. Just take away, yeah. the, take away the feed. And it's a it's a it's a it's a story mm. log essentially. Yeah. I mean, for for some, for other people are using it for nefarious reasons. Some people are using it as a, as a text app essentially. Yeah. So can these things coexist at the same time? Which means what? Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Instagram is just taking what they want from that app. I mean, all these apps are kind of biting off of each yeah. other. But Instagram stories, Instagram stories, you know, like the 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 throwing through, and it's only up there for twenty four hours. That's basically a Snapchat bite. I mean, Snapchat started as like a pretty salacious app. Like it was, it was, hey Jeff, you want to see what I got? Yes. I don't want you to keep this forever, so here it is. It's just playing a role. See, I just think that if I get involved in Facebook and I get involved in Instagram and now listen, I know the show's got all that stuff, and, I, and listen, I look mm-hmm. at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on it all day. I'm a Twitter thing. Or on the show. A Twitter guy. Twitter, you're a Twitter I'm thing. I'm a Twitter thing. He's a Twitter He's thing. A, I'm a Twitter <laughs> thing. I'm a Twitter thing. <laughs> but I like I like looking at Twitter for news more than anything else. For breaking stories. That's what yeah. that's what yeah. Twitter's great for. Twitter's great for seeing who's hashtag turning going, oh God, are they dead? Or did they do something good? Oh, I love bad. I love looking at the yeah, uh, yeah, the the trending topics. Yeah. The now trending stuff. I love looking at that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I follow a lot of, you know, CNNs and, you know, AP and all that kind of stuff. Fox News, see what's going on in the world. Things break on Twitter before they break anywhere else. It's funny yeah. that uh, all of a sudden Twitter is a go-to place. It is. You would, you would, you would hate with a passion Facebook. You would, you would hate that. I think you would also hate Instagram because, and this is, this is going to sound like a very bad thing to say. And I don't mean for this to sound like a bad thing to say. You just... Don't really, I don't want to use the word care because that's not true. That's probably true. You just don't care about other people. Like I mean, like that's not true. You know, you know what I'm saying though. I don't want to say you don't care you know, about. My other wife people. is on Facebook and she gives me the highlights. If I need to know yeah. something, Facebook is the worst. Like, like if I you need don't, to know something, my wife lets me know about. What it. I'm trying to say is like you don't care that Joe, who lives four houses up from you. Just went outside and thought that the grass feels great. Well, listen, you don't care just, about. It's that. not just the other. It's not the gossiping. It's not the. I don't care what people are doing. It's just another thing to keep me attached to the screen. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, we are attached to our screens. People yeah. spend way too much time staring at whatever device: their phone, their tablet, the TV. So listen, why not put down the phone, sit back, and let my silky smooth voice message your beautiful earballs instead? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think earballs is the correct word. No? Uh, no. I am on the mission to use the term earballs before the day is over. Yes. <laughs> well, Nielsen, and, and Nielsen's the company that puts out the ratings for TV and actually radio, too. So according to the latest numbers... Americans now spend an average of over 11 hours a day consuming media. Damn. 
That's incredible. Wow. 11 hours a day. <laughs> and you want to know what the, co- the most common form of media people take in is? You're damn right, radio. Yeah. Yeah. You're damn right, it's radio. Yeah. Right. Round of wow. applause. Wow. Thank you. I got your social media right here. 92% <laughs> of people listen to radio in an average week. 92%. Wow. TV is second at 88%. And smartphones, third at 79%. So here's how our 11 hours a day break down. Live TV, recorded TV, or device like a Roku, 5.2 hours a day. Using your smartphone, 2.4 hours a day. Radio, 1.8 hours a day. Using a tablet, 0.8 hours. Using the computer for non-work purposes, 0.7 hours. Playing video games, 0.2 hours. And watching a DVD or Blu-ray, 0.1 hours. So even though radio is the most common amongst people, it's not the most used form of media. On the in the average week, people consume yeah. more radio than anything else. Hmm. And we thank you. Yes. yes. Thank you, thank you. And we thank you. You could take us anywhere. <laughs> that is true. You don't like earballs? No. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I think it's right. It just it, 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 it hit me in a spot where I did not enjoy that. <laughs> Sounds like a new dessert at a breakfast place. You got your eyeballs on the screen, you got your earballs on the <laughs> On the, on the speakers. <laughs> uh, whisper into my earballs. Listen, without the tablet, without the smartphone, you wouldn't, you know, find something like this. And this is from BuzzFeed. And these are things you probably didn't realize until somebody else pointed it out. I think I was reading to some of these yesterday. Somebody wrote, when you snap your fingers, when you snap, it isn't your fingers making noise. It's your middle finger hitting your palm. Yep. I remember when I first found that out, I I, I couldn't snap for like a month because I was just so blown away. What? How do you not know that? I'm not the only one in America, you <laughs> jerk. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm asking a legitimate question. Is that how you thought it was? No. I, mean, I never thought about it. I can feel it hitting right there. That's how I knew. I never thought about it. Huh. You had a teacher show us that when we were kids. Yeah. That's when I learned. I was like, ah. Huh. That's the noise I made. What else you got? Uh, Instagram polls are not anonymous. Did you know that? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I did know that because I've done one. And this person writes, and here I was purposely giving people terrible life advice thinking they wouldn't know it's from me. <laughs> yeah. This little piggy went to market means he was slaughtered. And not that he went to buy food. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Sorry, little piggy. <laughs> so great. I killed a lot of piggies over the years singing that song. Apparently, the Monopoly man has never had any eyeglasses on his eye this entire time. He doesn't have a monocle. No. Right now, if I look at him. Not an eyeglass is not an eyeglass. Is it just because he's so similar to Mr. Peanut that people just assume the two people are the same? People just assume that the Monopoly man has a monocle. Wow. Right now, he has one. You picture it. Yeah. He doesn't. Uh, that's that's frustrating. He does have a glass eye, though. Jeff. Conscious and conscience are two entirely different words. Conscious and yeah. conscience yeah. are two entirely different words. Yeah, that's a silly one. It's 
spelled different. Oh, that one's silly. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, buddy. You're lucky you're that far away from me. Yeah. Fortune you stay, cookies. You stay in your corner. Fortune cookies invented in California, <laughs> not China. You know those uh, Haribo gummy bears? Oh, yeah. Steer, steer clear of the sugar freeze. Terrible? No. No, no. Apparently, it's, it's it, just, li- I mean, your it entire turns your insides. Out. Yeah, it's like spider venom. Oh, really? <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> turns your like insides it, to goo, and then it all just. If you go, like, there was, a, there was a thing I remember when it first happened, when they first put them out, like, the Amazon reviews were like. <laughs> Man, these tasted exactly like the regular ones. They were absolutely delicious. Unfortunately, I now am inside out because oh, of what no. they did to it my stomach. It just liquefies you. Oh, the yeah. sugar-free ones? Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, remember, I mean, we hear about all these challenges and everything. One of the big challenges going around at the, at the moment, I mean, I mean, at that moment, was do an entire bag of Haribo uh, sugar-freeze. Nope. Well, the green ones, the green gummy bears, what flavor do you think they are? Apple. Strawberry. That makes that, total sense. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. Yeah, Riz. So For- Forbes put out an article. I was so close. Forbes put out an article October 28th, 2016, and the article's just titled, That One Time That Gummy Bears Gave Everyone Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody got, you everybody gotta, got the toots? Steer oh, clear, dude. Steer clear. Loud. <laughs> Thank you. Those gummy bears are coming in hot. I mean... Or going out hot, but I mean, whatever you want to talk about. There. Although, I guess, I mean, that's a good laxative if that's what you need. It's good to know. The weight of all the ants in the world is about equal to the weight of all the people in the world, and that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cool. They're the exact same. Ah, gross. So the weight of all the ants in the world is about equal to the weight of all the people in the world. Yikes. Oh, this is what I told you yesterday. You know a club sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't paid my dues. A club sandwich. A club sandwich means chicken and lettuce under bacon. No, it doesn't. Damn right it does. You look it up. That's what it stands for? Yeah. You look it up. (laughs) It's not about You look it up. So stupid. That's disappointing. (laughs) I feel worse that I didn't know that one, but I knew the snapping thing. You think you would know that? But the snapping thing—I mean, it's right I in think front that of your club face. thing it's is a life changer. Fairly logical. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now you're kind of a dick if you go into and and order one that way. You go into a restaurant and order one that way. A chicken lettuce under bacon. <laughs> I'm going to start ordering it. With a toothpick. I go, get out. With a toothpick. Well, yeah, what is toothpick Some coming the straws. acronym? Some no. This says, that is a, that, this says that that is a myth. Oh. A no. club sandwich, which was also called a clubhouse sandwich because it originated in the Union Clubhouse in November 18th of 1889. I can't believe anything anymore. Two toasted pieces of graham bread with a layer of turkey or chicken and ham between them served warm. But where did clubhouse come from? Mm-hmm. See? Uh-huh. Chicken, yeah. lettuce, yeah. under, lettuce bacon, under bacon, hot, or under something, something else. else. See? Yeah. We worked so it that's out. not true? It, it says it's a myth. I, I don't know. <laughs> or under something else. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a club sandwich truther. <laughs> you guys ever see Loose Change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 uh, the deleted scenes are all about the club uh, it's sandwich. It's all about the club sandwich. <laughs> Oh, here we go. What does the club and club sandwich stand for? Guess what? Nothing. That's what it says. Here. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty. Well, yeah, because then 
What is a turkey club? While many people say that club stands for chicken, lettuce, under bacon, that is incorrect. It started because it was created in a clubhouse You're incorrect. called the Union Clubhouse. <laughs> All right. Come on, I read it on BuzzFeed. It's got to be true. All right, you're right. It's BuzzFeed, for God's sakes. Thank you. <laughs> and now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Dustin Kohler from Arnold, Missouri. Hey, Dustin. Dustin. Hey, man. Did you meet him last night, Jeff? Did I? He says he was at the baseball game last night. Uh, as was I and 40-something thousand others. Uh, well, I saw him on uh, on Twitter saying he met you and Donnie. Oh, yeah, we were at night. the Battle of Bush, so probably, yeah. He says the Riz show is one of the best parts of his day from when he wakes up to when he puts the show on. He listens on his way to work and then the podcast on the drive back home. He hears every second of this show. And he says the best part is like, uh, you know, he's hanging out with his friends. We're honest, we're hilarious, and we always uh, make people feel comfortable listening. And he believes that every day is a new adventure on the show and cannot wait to keep listening for years to come. Being a Team Riz member of the day would be an honor. Well, you got it, Dustin. Thank you very much. Dustin Kohler from Arnold, Missouri is the Team Riz member of the day. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. We don't have our uh, phone line set up yet. That's uh, That should be soon. The 969 dude number. I think they're getting that switched over. Shortly. It's really heavy. It takes a very large yes, truck that's to right. move it from <laughs> the Union right. I think we got the 9, the 6, and the 9 here, but everything else is... <laughs> yeah. The other stuff's still down at Union Station. Uh, on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. The webcams, chat room, up and going. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, emails, Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. Two, uh, two things to tell you about before we get to your emails. I guess Moon makes his return to the softball field tonight. Oh, he sure does. He's off the DL. (laughs) Two W's on their way. So after getting hit in the head, uh, two weeks ago now? Huh? Yeah, it's two Wednesdays ago. Two Wednesdays ago. Basically shattered your ear. Yeah. Yeah, I had somebody else look at it, too. They they said, ooh, boy. And I also found the doctor's note and forgot that... um, the reason I was supposed to see a plastic surgeon afterwards is because of this hematoma and all this, and mm-hmm. there was a couple other words that I can't read. And it was talking about how uh, I will probably deal with um, permanent deformation. Oh. Uh, with, uh, and you're known for your ears, too. Oh, yeah, they yeah. always oh, say you gosh. have the best ears in rock and roll. Oh. <laughs> Had. Silly as it sounds, that was my good side. Now I got now no, no, now good got side. no good side. Let's see here. I think, oh, boy. You playing the team that it was? I think we might be. Oh. <laughs> And right now we are in second place. Every game's important, fellas. But and we tonight- got two. We got two games tonight. We got. We got a game. Uh, let's see. What time do we play? <laughs> it's the guy that runs the team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we play. Yeah, we play at uh, seven fifteen and nine fifteen. Okay, we play two teams that we've already beat. We got to hope the other team loses one. All game. right. All right. Uh, are you but- gonna have like a PTSD? No, but I think I'm gonna wear a helmet while running the. Oh, bases. really? Just yeah. be faster, man. And by the way, Come the on. people with the jokes like, you're supposed to use your glove. I wasn't in the field, dummy. I was running from uh, home to first. Yeah, he was trying to beat out a... No, he wasn't trying to beat out. He I beat, beat it. it out. The I guy, beat it. The guy, well, you were the... in the attempt. That was the play that was happening. Mm-hmm. I damn near outran the ball. <laughs> well, so are you doing? Are you playing on this charity game? Oh, man. Uh, so I asked the guy, that you know, our, our connection to it uh, here, our sales guy, uh, Danny Dingers, and he said that was the last roster spot, and they put me on. All right, so it's the Legends game 
at Car Shield Field, the 11th of August. That's up in O'Fallon. Oh, it's on the 11th. Oh, okay. Just you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. He literally almost jumped over this console <laughs> and put you in a chokehold. And that's in O'Fallon, right, where the where the Rascals play? Yeah, it's right off T.R. Hughes. 70 okay. and T.R. Hughes. So Jeff's playing. I'm playing. Moon's playing. Do you know what team you're on? No. No, I just heard that I got the last roster spot. That's all I know. I yeah. don't know well, if I want him. Well, you're on Coleman's he's, team. He's you're on x Times. Yeah. No, x Times. So I'm on team. x Times uh, on my team. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on team Vince Coleman. I could try and find some inside information if you'd like. In regards to what team Moon's on? Yeah. Yeah, please. Do you want me to find out? I can find sure. out within 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, I would love One, to know. I'm definitely two. bringing my Vince Coleman. So my uh, team is uh, Vince Coleman, Scott Spezio, Mark Mulder, Josh Kenny, Scooter Rizzuto. <laughs> can you not do that again? <laughs> That's what they called me in Little League. <laughs> Laura Hedegar, uh, Joe Roderick, Tim Convey, Mark Lillibridge. And then you got Team Eckstein, which is David Eckstein, Donovan Osborne, Kyle McClellan, Aaron Miles, Cam Jansen, Jeff Burton, mm-hmm. meteorologist Matt Chambers, and some other people. Whose team is he on? I got it. Team? Coleman. Coleman. Yeah! Oh, we bring What's up, w. teammate? And now he's got a restraining order against you, so good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm bummed that I can't play. I'm super bummed. And I, and, and yesterday, when, when the rosters came out and everything, somebody was like, I don't understand how the guy that plays the most softball on the, on the we show is got a wedding. You have other responsibilities. Playing. We can try out to you to make the team. It's <laughs> yeah. no big deal. He's still playing. Yeah, yeah I got a wedding. It's... It's one of those things I would love to do, but I already had something planned. So It's called being uh, committed to something and yep. following through. You got it, man. It's called being an adult. Say, I'm going to be there, and then you're there. A couple weeks ago, we had talked about and addressed Patrico's issues about going number two outside of the bathroom. Oh, outside. I'm sorry. I was like, whoa. I think everybody has <laughs> hey, that issue. No, sorry. <laughs> really. I'm sorry. Outside of his house. So he needs the home bowl advantage. Yeah. And he's made... A lot of strides come a long way from when he when I first met you. I mean, there's no way you'd go number two anywhere but your house. No, not a chance. I mean, this is all the way, let's say, up to two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, now he's a new man. Yep. You're actually going right now. And we yeah. talked about it, and and it, and it was uh, it was something that happened to him in high school, right? Like your freshman year. My freshman year, it was like the second or third week of school. Right, explain again. And I had used the restroom, and I went to flush the the toilet, and the pipes made a noise to where they went, like a real, like, crazy gurgle loud. (laughs) And there was a senior who was in the bathroom who had made a scene about it. Did the whole, and then down the hallway yelled, whoa, this dude wrecked this bathroom. Oh, my God. Are you okay, man? Like, would you eat? Made a scene. <laughs> made a scene, and that stuck with him for many, many years. <clears throat> many years. And that's really the main reason why you don't go anywhere but your house. Yeah, it's not the fact that I don't want to, you know, like, oh, cleanliness and that and there. It's the fact that I'm afraid I'm going to either toot or make some sort and of noise. Somebody, and, and then somebody's going to go, this disgusting this idiot. <laughs> when in what actuality, they're going to go, oh, thank God. 
He's human. Well, so my question to him was, do you remember the guy? And Instantly. he said, oh, yeah. Instantly. I know his name. I said, let's look him up on Facebook. He looked him up on Facebook. I said, why don't you message him? So would would you write him? The message was, and we, and we changed his name to Todd to mm-hmm. keep him anonymous. I said, hey, Todd, my name is Tony Patrico. I don't know if you remember me, but I was a freshman at CBC back in 1999. <laughs> I was just curious if you remember an incident on the second floor bathroom in late August of 1999. I flushed the <laughs> toilets. The pipes made a very interesting noise. And you had yelled, whoa, you wrecked this bathroom down the hallway. Just curious if you remember this incident. So this Listen. is 19 years ago. Yep. And then you wanted me to, but I did not send eggplant emoji. So. Uh, well, Todd has written back. What? Todd wrote back. Sunday oh, yes. at 11.01 a.m., I had received a message from Todd. And it reads. And and by the way, you, you wrote him how long ago? What was that? July 17th. All right, so two weeks later, three weeks later? Yep, two weeks later, I get this. Todd writes back. What's up, Tony? Are you still on the radio? (laughs) I used to listen to you often, man. Can't say I remember that incident. Oh. Wish I could help you. Oh. I don't believe him. Yeah. I wonder how long he sat there for weeks trying to figure out how to write back on that Mm -hmm. kind of. That's fantastic. Yeah, he probably saw that message earlier. No, 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 because it didn't pop up. Like, So it says here, Todd has accepted your request for a message mm-hmm. on that Sunday. Oh, okay. Hmm. So like, it didn't stew. Like, He literally went, huh, I have a message from somebody I'm not connected with. Click, and then saw this. All right, next message. No, 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 we're done with this. Todd's Send good. Send a picture of a giant pile of poop. No, no. And right, does this ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <that's> funny. <laughs> All right. Well, you didn't get closure, so there's that. I mean, what what, what, what type of closure was I going to get? I don't know. Maybe an I'm sorry. Yeah, man. I do remember that. Okay. Didn't know it affected the, uh, that that much. Yeah. Sorry. You should write back. Well, it wasn't me. It was the pipes. <laughs> I stand so firm you know. that it was the pipes. Yeah. Just so yeah. you know. Just eggplant so you know, emoji. That, that was a punk move. <laughs> I choose not to poo. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to get the eggplant emoji in there? I don't think we're going to. Why? Because the last message you had me send somebody with the eggplant emoji, it was somebody that works in this building. <laughs> and and when we saw them yesterday, I said, hey, man, you never responded to my message. And he goes, what message? I said, eggplant emoji. And he goes, I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to your emails. Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. This is from Brandon. Congrats on the new studio. Podcast Weirdo here. First podcast from the new studio. Seems to not be as loud as the others. I wasn't able to hear it much through the headphones while cutting grass like I can before. Anything you can do. Yeah, we're tweaking things. Mm -hmm. I guess the microphones were a little low as far as the podcast goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was... that's. That was beyond our control, but it will yeah, listen, be well within our control we're shortly. We're dialing things in, tinkering with things. Listen, it's a whole new operation. You didn't kill anybody yesterday. That's a win. That's the way we're all looking at yeah. it. Yeah. I saw I saw across all social media platforms a lot of people saying that, and most people were just like that. Like, hey, man, I think the podcast is a little low. I love the ones that are like, you idiots. Way to go, you jerks. <laughs> like, whoa. Way to blow it day one. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Just want to let you know I'll no longer be listening because I can't hear it. Okay. Got it, man. Sorry. 
Which this is a problem with the iPhone is that it's such a good product. They listened through it on the iPhone and my car. Everything sounded the same level as other podcasts I was listening to yesterday. That silly it phone tricks me. Vo- I think it has a volume button. Yeah, it goes up. Yeah, but to be fair. But no, yeah, we no, are. No, they were saying it. all the other elements. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, were, we're, were normal level, and then the microphones were a bit low. Yeah, okay. No, I I totally get it, and it is a fair point. And we even knew that yesterday, but there was nothing we could do yesterday. But we're working on it. All right. Yep. Next. Uh, this is a person, no name on this, keep hearing about the offsets, the tragedies at the offsets. The Yeah, the quarry, the filled-in quarry down in Fredericksburg, or is it Fredericktown? Fredericktown. Fredericktown. The offsets. And now the attorney general has uh, filed a lawsuit yeah, saying the owners are, hey, you guys are negligent. Yeah. Well, this email that says, all I can think of is when I was 9 or 10 years old going to Table Rock Lake, we would jump off uh, cliffs into water all the time. No uh, danger signs that they can remember anyway. So my question is, more or less, what's the difference? Like you said, jumping off a cliff is dangerous in and of itself. Is the water just too shallow? Absolutely. That's definitely not the issue. Uh, I honestly have not heard of offsets until your guys' show. If it is too shallow, shouldn't that be on the person jumping in? Uh, do they know how shallow it is? Is that the only no? I fault? think it's I think it's deep enough. Yeah, it's way deep enough. It's it, these are just accidents. Yeah, and as we talked about before, you jump for you jump from so high up in the air that when you hit the water, you can get concussed, mm-hmm. and then you throw in drinking, you throw in get concussed, and you can't get out of the water, or at least yeah, you have I trouble think, with it. Listen, at Table Rock Lake, that nobody owns that. Yeah, the offsets there's an owner. Like, there's an owner there who, maybe it's on them to provide some lifeguards. Yeah. Or I, life, life-saving devices. Yeah, I know, and, and I think Jeff had said this yesterday, like, lifeguards will help, no doubt about it. But a lot of of the injuries and a lot of the death is because people jump and they get concussed when they hit the ground or hit the water, and it's too late at that point. And here's another thing we always no, talk about. It's not too late, because if, if a lifeguard sees them, how is the lifeguard going to get there? Now they got to jump off that thing too. It's not like they could just like hang out. I don't know if the lifeguard is going to do anything different than your friend should be doing. Exactly. Right That's the thing anyway. I was going to say. You should be doing the buddy system. Yeah, but thing. lifeguards are trained. You know, sometimes if you're drowning, and lifeguards go through this training, you know, people, uh, you know, flail their arms and, and try to do whatever they can to pull themselves up above water if they're in trouble. A lot of the times, taking the person trying to save their life and putting them under too. Mm. And putting their life at risk. Yeah, dragging you down. Dragging yeah. you down with them. Yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah. I, 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 all the ones that I remember hearing of. Uh, I watched a lot of Baywatch. Stories sure. for, for, from this, you know, all these tragedies are all the same. He went in, and then we never saw him. Yeah. So it's not, it's, not a, it's not a guy flailing or not being able to swim. It's somebody, like you said, getting knocked unconscious, hitting the but water wrong, and they watching gone. the water at all times like a lifeguard should be doing, maybe there's a chance that somebody would be saved. And and one of the problems with watching all the time or whatever is, if you've ever been there, it there's so many places to jump off into the water. You can't, as a lifeguard or two or three or whatever, you can't, okay, there's somebody jumping over there. Okay, watch, they're okay. Okay, somebody jumping over there. You know what I mean? If they just had, like, maybe three dedicated places, Where people here's can jump. the only place you can jump off, and then we have, you know, some sort of EMTs or something there. No, a little no, more no. regular. Also, they they also go on to say that uh, talking about us playing softball, uh, that the boyfriend plays fast pitch softball, and if we'd ever like to come out and play, oh, that would completely wreck his swing. Fast pitch, like if he plays fast pitch softball right now, 
and then he came out and did slow pitch, it would wreck his. No, no, they're saying if we came, uh, if we wanted to go play fast pitch. Oh, that would wreck my. I found my glove, by the way. (laughs) Have you ever played fast pitch? Ooh, it's not fun. I found my glove, so I'm all good. We need to have a catch. (laughs) You can do that. So what? So what position do you think you would play, or do you think you're going to even get a chance, a choice? Uh, Or do you think they're going to go? Go ahead, you go to right field, buddy. That's fine. I'll catch. I remember I catching. I remember playing in a charity game, a baseball game at the old Bush Stadium, and uh, Al Rabowski was the coach of the team that I was on, and, he's, and he went around and did that, hey, who wants to play where? And I was like, I'm playing short. And he goes, can you catch? This is Al Rabowski. I said, yeah, I can catch. He goes, it's a long way. Can you throw? And I said, I'll play second. I said, <laughs> <"That's> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll play. Uh, I, I don't want to play. I'll tell you where I won't play. Uh, third. Yeah. Uh, short or first. I will tell you this. You go this, and start making demands, Riz. I'm going to see how this goes. Me, so I think, Coleman, this, is, I think yeah. this is the second year for this. Excuse me, Coach Coleman. They did it last year. And last year it had like Jason Isringhausen and Rick Ankeel and all this. And it was not softball. It was supposed to be soft toss baseball. And I'll never forget one of the clips that I saw. It was, I believe, remember Timmy Zell from Fox 2? Mm-hmm. He was up to bat. And Jason Isringhausen threw a pitch that clocked in at 88 miles an hour. Oh, no. And they were like. Do that to me. I'll park that in the bleach. They were, they, 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 <laughs> like, literally, they were like they were like sitting there in, in the dugouts going, slow it down. <laughs> and he was going, this is slow. I don't know. This is slow for me. I, I was a major know. league pitcher. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, and then finally they were like, okay, we're going to. And we're the final score the final score was like two to one. <laughs> you know, like. Wow. We're going to play softball. Yeah, Jason, yeah. you throw it underhand, okay? We're doing softball. So they said it was softball last year and ended up playing baseball. No, it oh, was softball. it was the, it was just it was just legends game. Okay. That's all. It was. Mm-hmm. Now I was it's like, the legends softball game. Yeah, I'm nervous. Ooh, I want to play baseball. Yeah. Why not first base? Too much pressure on you? Yeah, I don't want to catch anything. <laughs> I love first base, man. That's like that's like. <laughs> I found my mitt, but don't throw me the ball. <laughs> if I'm not pitching, I I would I, I love being on first base. Yes, yeah, I got to bring cleats it, too, huh? You gonna wear cleats? Uh, I was gonna wear softball shoes. Yes, softball shoes. I'm with you on Team Mitt. I'm with you there, Jeff. Cleats, I'm on Team Riz here. Mm, thank Cle- you. Cleats to me thank mean you. metal. That's just the way I grew up. Thank you. I'm bringing my spikes. <laughs> Softball shoes. Softball shoes. Yeah. Soccer shoes. Same thing. Softball shoes. Soccer shoes. Next. Uh, this is Vinny. <laughs> <clears throat> this is Vinny from New York. Remember, he asked you hey, about Vinny. some uh, decent New York-style pizza here in the St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. And he went down to the Valley uh, East Coast Pizza. Oh, yeah. Said it was phenomenal. That's yeah, the jam. Yeah, and it was actually an hour trip for him, uh, but he he said it was worth totally, it. totally worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's uh, very reminiscent of a, a New York- uh, I love it. New York-style pizza place. We got, good, we got good pizza in this town. It's because there's so many options. You can yeah. buy by the slice. Well, I was also going to say, at, uh, at uh, East Coast, they also just don't have just that style. Like, there are other styles of pizza as well. Um- they don't have St. Louis style. No, 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 no. They don't have thin crust, but I mean, like, they have, like, pan hand and toss. they have. I don't think that, I, I, I think it's, they only do hand tossed. If I, I could be mistaken. I'm going. You might be right. Would they do strombolis? Ooh, that sounds good. Which are delicious there. Mm, that sounds good. Delicious stromboli. Katie's pizza. Katie's yeah. good. That's great. I've had that once, and it was good. Super good. I think they just Good luck getting in there on a Friday or Saturday. Some national yeah. award. Katie's Pizza. Uh, Pastoria's Pizza is the jam. Mm. Really? Never had that. Me either. What was the place where we were at? Uh, 
was it yesterday? Crushed red? Yeah. Oh, that pizza, that pizza mm-hmm. was really good. I think really I call good. that a flatbread, though. That was that was say, that's not a pizza. Oh, that's a flatbread. It said pizza on the you. menu. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. did they? I mean, it's the same damn thing. Right. This idiot. Don't you don't you dare, <laughs> Jeff. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'll tell Crushed Red to change their sign that says pizza. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you ready for another one? Yes. All right. Uh, guys, this is Ryan. He says, I uh, have a high-pressure uh, finance job and normally have to work late on the first workday or two of the month, even on holidays. My problem is that way back Point Fest, first work uh, workday of the month, he has to work. He's a diehard 311 fan. Uh, he has not missed a St. Louis show since 2010. Advice, is it worth him to go to the show if he's got to get out of work about 6 o'clock? Ooh. I don't know what time they go on. I don't know who's going on last. Who's who's this? this hey, is wait, he's the... got to get out of work at 6? He's getting out of work at around 6, maybe a little bit earlier. Is it worth it to see the tail end? He should be fine. That's what I'm thinking. Are you yeah. sure? Because who are they closing even, or are offspring closing? I mean, even if it even if it was... Where's he coming from? Could you imagine 311 going on any time earlier than 8 o'clock? No. I don't know. The show is probably going to go until 10, 10, 30. So what? T- so where is he coming from? He doesn't say. He just says uh, his job. What if he's coming from an hour away? I might be able to sneak out of work around six p.m. or maybe earlier if I am lucky. Oh, he's might. Fine. He's fine. All right. Why? Uh, I just received a Facebook message from a guy named Mike. He says, "Hey Tony, just dawned on me that I was a member of the senior class at CBC the year that it gave you the bathroom complex." <laughs> I've been trying to figure out who it could have been. I haven't narrowed down to a handful, but that's not the point. I wanted to apologize on behalf of the class of 2000 for our actions <laughs> and the way that they affected your life. <laughs> there you that's go. That's closure right now, there. Yeah, now, doesn't that feel better? And that oh is what you call that's closure adventure. right there. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Mike. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Wayback Point Fest is on Labor Day. Right. So it's on Labor Day Monday. Oh, yeah. You working on Labor Day? He said a holiday. So yeah, he said man. he works most Time holidays. And finances? First ones, first ones of the month. What financial place is open on Labor Day? I have a high-pressure finance job. Normally have to work late on the first. Oh, work late. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. And then well, with it being a holiday. What's on Labor Day? I don't There's know. no banks open. You can't be a stock trader. That's not so open. So he mentions nothing about working on a holiday? Maybe he just doesn't even realize that it's on a holiday. No, he said he has to work the first a uh, work day or two of the month, even on holidays. Oh, even on holidays. Yeah, that's crazy. Labor Day, and and like you say, in the, in the world of finance, you would what's think open? It'd be, Nothing's open. It'd be shut down. He'll be fine. You'll yeah, see. Maybe him. he's doing security. Yeah, stuff. either way, he's fine. Yeah, I you'll mean. see all the hits. Maybe oh, mafia, money laundering. Ah, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Now. In the laundry business. Yeah. Uh-huh. You caught up on that show, by the way? No. Oh, dude. No, I got I got like three episodes to go from season one. Yeah, season two, I think, comes out. This month, Ozark. Have you seen it? It's good. Ozark. I saw the first like four or five episodes of the first uh, season. You didn't like it. You didn't stick with it. It was all right. I don't think I. I think I was involved in something else. Like, <laughs> no. Like I think I was in like another series. Uh, so another I relationship. Like, devote. I couldn't. Dev- I couldn't split the time. Yeah, yeah. I really. I really. Honestly, I think I was watching The Office again, and like I couldn't go from like, ah, this is hilarious to time to get serious. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Next. Uh, this is anonymous. If you need money to visit a sick family member like your dad, this person's dad lives very far away, like a 24-hour overseas trip, 
and he is terminally ill. Oh. Our uh, emailer is thinking about starting a GoFundMe page to help for flights and rental car to go see their dad, oh. who lives like a 24-hour trip away. Uh, bad taste, good taste, be okay, yes, no. Oof. That's a tough one. Oh, man. I mean, the, the GoFundMe thing is so overused for every little thing. Mm-hmm. Can, can I tell you what, what might be a good option for them is... Whew, this sounds so bad. Call the airline and say, my father's dying. Th- that, that's or if, if if the GoFundMe is something that you're really like about, like committed to, like that's what you want to do, have somebody else set it up for you. Well, yeah, that's yeah. A, I see what you're saying. It's a little sketchy. Like on behalf of, you know. You know, like, and yeah. I know it sounds like, oh, well, you Same. might as well just set it up yourself if you're going to have, if I want to set it up, I might as well just do it myself instead of having Jeff do it. But like, I'm not saying go to Jeff and go set this up for me. Just be like, Hey man, I really want to you know do this and da da da. I was thinking about doing a GoFundMe, but that sounds terrible Listen, if I do it myself. GoFundMe and- is the modern version of standing out on the corner with a with a coffee can asking for change. Yeah. Would in some you, cases, would you would you in some cases would you accept if for some reason let's say you go, man, I really want to go get a motorcycle. I really want a motorcycle, and we said, man, Riz has been on some hard times lately. I don't know for what reason, but you've been on some hard times. Let's set up a GoFundMe and let's raise some money to get him a motorcycle. And we raise the money and we get the, the money for a motorcycle. We go, hey, man, Riz, I think we I'd be set furious. up a GoFundMe and here you go. I'd be furious. I would too. I would be livid. Yeah, I'd be furious. That airline thing too, and I don't know exactly how it is now, but back in 94, or sorry, 96, um, my family had an emergency where the airline was needed in, in an emergency sort of situation, and even that was kind of like a heck of a process. When my father passed away, we called because we had to get a flight, you know, that night. Yeah. And the airline said we don't do bereavement things. Right. Like and we don't do bereavement fares. Wow. Yeah. And they told me to suck it. <laughs> even the even the process that my cool. family went through was pretty pretty involved. I would. It, so. it, but if I were her, I would. What's it going to hurt to ask? Right. Yeah. Call ask the airline. Why not? I guess so. Yeah. Why I, not? I also think that uh, you can you can do a GoFundMe without doing a GoFundMe, and it's called reaching out to your friends. You know, well, it's a little bit. Doing. It's a little more. It's a little more. You know, it might be tougher for you, for me to go. Hey, Riz. I need to get home. Well, I need say some they money. They put up this GoFundMe page and anybody sees it. Yeah, because he's still going to have to spread it around. Yeah, yeah. he's still have to spread it around. So might as well ask friends. And now you got to do self marketing and now you got to retweet this one. Instead of just retweeting 20 Step times, you could just done is something. Ask if the airline will do something for you. I want to know how much it's going to cost. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Tell too. me how much it's going to cost. So uh, uh, let's say you got to go to Australia. Yeah. I'm sorry, Australia. You <laughs> <laughs> said it, it wrong, man. Look up, look up a ticket for. A one-way ticket yep. to Australia three weeks from now. How much is that going to be? Did you say three weeks from now? Three weeks. Okay. Ooh, let's see. <clears throat> well, here's 900 bucks, but that's not in three weeks. Ooh, speaking of the airlines, I went to go pick up my family from, they were on the East Coast for a couple uh, couple days. Came home yesterday. Went to the airport to go pick him up. And I've I've flown a lot. I know Moon has flown a lot. Have you ever seen this sign? And this is a legit sign. I took a picture of it. And this is posted at the security line 
right before you get to TSA. Be aware, sexual assault on an aircraft is a federal crime. A big sign. Like, they're no, I guess it's such a problem. Like what People are they, groping wow. other passengers. Is it, be, on, is it because they're like, man, international waters or whatever? Like, I mean, is that why they're, they're, they have to post this now? People I just don't it's assume? Such, it's such a problem that they had to now post a sign for it. Wow. I don't recall seeing that. I understand, hey, take any liquids out of your bag. I get it. Anything over, you know, three ounces. Yeah, you, you can't, can't bring, take. You can't bring wine onto the plane. Like, you know, you can't bring a bottle of wine onto the plane. Make sure your gun is not with you. But now it says sexual assault is a crime. People, I need to be reminded of that. Sexual assault on an aircraft. No smoking in the lavatories or touching other humans. Although, if you're going to do that to somebody, you're really going to pay attention to a sign? Are you going to go, oh, well, oh, I guess I shouldn't. I guess yeah, I'm we got a lot of signs to put up. I'm a rule follower. Yeah. Damn, dude, this is... Unless somebody used the excuse of, well, it didn't say I couldn't. Yeah, (laughs) hey, maybe put up a sign. (laughs) This is a pretty surprising price, honestly. This uh, round trip, round trip, uh, I'm leaving on the 22nd, coming back uh, a week later. Okay. Round trip to Brisbane, 900 bucks, 852 with a a bunch of stops. Not They want to rent a uh, Lamborghini, though, when they get there. Oh. That's really what the cost is going (laughs) to... Come in. Yeah, about 890 looks like around the average. Wow. That's surprising. Not bad. Yeah, I thought it'd be more expensive than that. Well, yeah, short notice. Uh, ooh, first class. <laughs> <laughs> Upgrade. Is that with the crab, crab bites or no? That's what Grandpa would want. <laughs> yeah, I want this person to tell us before they start the GoFundMe. And and maybe embarrass themselves. Call the airline first, and see what they have to say. see what they have to say, mm-hmm. and tell us how much it's going to be. Because Jeff says he'll pay half. Absolutely. Which is Jeff's going to pay man, Pat uh, half. Riz is going to pay the whole thing. Very generous of you guys. Yeah. Very generous, Jeff. Thank you. You guess. Sure, no problem. That's what they call him, generous Jeff. Uh-huh. Not for the reason he's the mother thinking. Teresa Radio. <laughs> Because we're the same age. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. Hi, this is Chris Kattan. You're listening to the Rizzuto. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Hi, this is Chris Kattan. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Chris Kattan. All right, welcome back. Uh, Jeff's got your crap on here in a second. You know, there's a new study that came out involving health and uh, going to concerts. And for once, guys... It's not about how terrible concerts are for your ears, your lungs, your eyes, your stomach, your liver, whatever. Apparently, concerts are good for your life expectancy. Very good. Hmm. This uh, quote-unquote scientific study in Britain has found that going to concerts every two weeks can actually extend your life expectancy by nine years. Wow. We should all live really long lives. Every two weeks? That's a lot of concerts. Yeah, but up until now, you've got a bunch of them in the till. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've banked a, I've banked a lot of concerts. Yeah, I think we've all... Uh... Although, but what, you know, what? what's a concert? Is a concert going to the pageant? Is a concert going to Pops or Delmar Hall? Or is a concert going uh, to, a, to a jazz bar? 
Mm. I think all of it. I think all of it, too. Yeah, you're sitting and watching live music. Steve now, according to the music. study, a person's well-being is increased by t- from just 20 minutes of watching a concert compared to 10% for doing yoga and 7% for dog walking. And the boost includes a 25% increase in feelings of self-worth, a 25% increase in feeling close to others, and a 75% increase in mental stimulation. What is the reason for it? Is it just the stimul? Is it just the overall stimulation, the interaction with other I, people, I didn't the see happiness? Why. Mm. I I didn't see the reasons why. It just it's is probably the shrooms. Mm, that's it. <laughs> so this this just brought up a good uh, question that I've had. So you said you know happiness when it goes to a show. Have you ever been to a show and been like, it's been so bad that you've been unhappy? Oh yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever gone to a show where I've been so, you know, not entertained, so bummed that it's made me unhappy. Like, even, oh, I think uh, anybody absolutely. would. I saw the Allman Brothers. I was like, well, I drove all the way out here for this. Really? Yeah, but, does, but, but I mean, still, like, even though, like, that wasn't for you necessarily, but, like, you were, they were playing music and that's talent and that didn't give you any sense of, yeah, like, wow. Yeah, but I sat there is- with my arms crossed, frowning. So they I weren't went, they hmm. weren't bad. This just, just Southern Rock Jam Band is not for you. Yeah, well, it was the whole thing. I drove out to Jones Beach on a Friday, like two and a half hours out of the city, mm. Long Island, for a, a thirty-five minute version of uh, Whipping Post. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Live version is twenty-one minutes. First of all, but not that day. Now, see, okay, somebody, on the record. So, somebody just said, in regards to my question, the Guns and Riot, uh, Guns and Roses riot. Right. I mean, I guess you'd be unhappy, but you just lived no. history. Like no, that is that is something where you're like, you're like, that's totally stimulating. You're like, oh god, yeah. yeah. I, went, I was there I, for the Kings of Leon thing. I went and saw Fiona Apple. She walked off stage in less than three songs. She said, "I can't do this," and walked off stage. And people were bummed. And I was like, man, that was the best. Not only did we not get to see Phil on Apple, <laughs> but we witnessed something. That's how I felt with Kings of Leon. Like, I wanted to see the band. I loved that record. And they walked off after three songs. I was like, whoa, this is going to be And that's awesome. stimulating. Yeah. Now, people who go to concerts every two weeks are also more likely to score well on happiness and contentment and productivity and self-esteem. So maybe we'll see you at Breaking Benjamin next week. Yeah. Is that next week? Uh, yeah, I think so. Next Tuesday? Uh, the 7th, August 7th, at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. So that's next Tuesday. <laughs> I think so. And yes. by the way, from what I'm hearing is Breaking Benjamin is going to close that show. Yeah, they are going to be Makes the sense. headliner. They're going to close that show. So I'll play last. You guys ever gone to a band that you uh, really like the band? You can't wait to see them live and you go and they suck? Uh, Whether it's their fault or something else. Once. Like, but it, but it, wasn't, it wasn't that they sucked. It's because I've seen them a bunch. It was they sucked that, that day. day. Oh, yeah, those, those kind of bands. Yeah, I've seen that too. Mm. Just and like a one-time performance. There's that was a couple bad, bands yeah. that's, that's been the case. And they'll be coming back shortly to redeem themselves. Famously inconsistent. Famously inconsistent. Mm. Yeah. One of my favorite bands is that exact way. I've Famously seen them, I've inconsistent. I've seen them be 
just garbage. And then I've seen them be maybe yeah. top three live bands I've ever seen in my life. I, I went to a show where, I mean, I had seen this band eight times before. I mean, like, it, it was like, it was so, I went there so regularly that I could tell you what song they were going to open with, you know, like, and they came out and he sang maybe three lines and then of every song and then they had the crowd sing the rest and you could tell he was off and then it came out that he was ill but i was like man if this is somebody's first time seeing this band they are not coming back yeah that right sucks. right right that sucks i went to see one of my favorite re- uh, had this record it was so good it was one of my favorite records at the time I went to see this band and they were terrible yeah and it was, it's 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 one of those like sticks I, with you well for me i just felt bad i was like oh my god he can't pull it off Oh my God! He can't pull it up. Oh, he's gonna try that note. Oh, oh no! Oh no! I, I like. I felt like I was. But then Barry Manilow came back to town and right. he redeemed himself. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Because he's a professional. He's not singing Mandy right. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're gonna go this whole, this whole concert without playing Copacabana? <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. A woman reported CBS uh, CEO uh, Les Moonves to the L.A. uh, police in February claiming that uh, he sexually abused her as well. This one happened in the 1980s. Police are declining to pursue the case. Due to statute of limitations, 1980s. Yeah, 1980s. Uh, she says it happened three times: once in '86, two times in '88. Based on her claims, police uh, charged uh, were charging him with two misdemeanor battery and uh, indecent exposure and a felony forced copulation. Uh, this is after six women recently have claimed sexual harassment or, or misconduct recently. Now, yesterday, CBS said it was uh, selecting an outside counsel to investigate this whole thing. And uh, he will remain in place as CBS's CEO until the investigation is finished. And, of course, he's disputing everything. So, Well, I wonder. Uh, he gets to keep his job until they find well, out. Well, he's the head muckety-muck. Right. He's the big guy over there at CBS. I mean, mm-hmm. that guy wields a lot of power. Yeah. I'm wondering how their stock uh, did yesterday. Is he CBS or Viacom? Moonves? Moondez? Is it, or is it CBS slash Viacom? I don't know. First radio station I worked for was owned by uh, CBS slash Viacom. I think this is just CBS. CBS always seems so buttoned up, too. So very buttoned up. Yeah, he's the CEO of CBS. Mm. Anthony Bourdain and Gordon Ramsay were acquaintances. I don't know how friendly they were. Maybe you would know better than me if you've read anything about that. I know Anthony Bourdain, he had disdain for quite a few TV chefs. Yeah. Hated Rachel Ray. Hated Rachel Ray. Hated Guy Fieri. Reasons why or just just because? He thought they were jokes. Yeah. I get that. I can see him hating somebody like Fieri just because it's all the flash and everything and he was so reserved and quiet and chill. Well, he said he hated Rachel Ray because uh, she's not a chef. But she never never says she's a chef. Yeah. Rachel Ray never said she was a chef. She seems more like a uh, Martha Stewart to me. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain was a, was a pretty mean guy. Yeah. And I think that's why I liked him so much. <laughs> well, fa- fans... You know why? Because it was unrestrained. Like, he spoke his mind. Right. He didn't toe the line of, oh, you got to like this person because they're, you know, a food person as well. He told it yeah. out. He was the first guy I saw on TV 
go eat somewhere and go, this is garbage. Mm. Not, mmm, wow, it's so good. And that's one of the things maybe he camera, why, why he doesn't it. like Fieri, because have you ever seen Fieri eat something that he didn't like? No. He's almost saying, mmm, as he's putting the spoon in his mouth. Yeah, Bourdain on his first show, which was called a, uh, a cook's tour, would go to some place and he'd be like, this is garbage. And what was Bourdain's last uh, show called? Parts unknown. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. So he would go to places that we didn't know, and he would get in with the with the locals. With the locals. And that's what he did for no reservations, and that's what he did yeah. for a, a cook's tour. That was a real like culture show, though. So, you know, that was the coolest part about it. Yeah, exactly. And my whole point here is fans of Anthony Bourdain are a little bit upset because Gordon Ramsay has got a new show called Uncharted. And it's going to feature, quote, the foul-mouthed chef embarking on uh, 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 anthropology through cuisine expeditions to foster relationship with local people, that's places, exactly and what, flavors around the world. That's exactly what that other show was. Sound wow. familiar? <laughs> to a T. They copy and pasted the Wikipedia. I mean, like that's, that's, that's exactly, exactly what I see Gordon Ramsay doing a good job with that. I like, I like Gordon Ramsay. I went to one of his restaurants once. Terrible. <laughs> I, I loved Making that show. What was it? What was it? Kitchen Nightmares? Yeah. I loved show. that show. There was a show that they did. In, there was an episode where they did in Florissant. And I remember I've went, I went to that restaurant and I was like, man, this place, this is not good. This is awful. And then he went there and just destroyed these two brothers that own the, uh, own the restaurant. I mean, destroyed them. Like, absolutely destroyed them. Yeah, he went to a Mexican restaurant by our old house and it was oof. Yeah. And, and, and I'll never forget, they redid the restaurant. It opened and within two months it was closed because <laughs> they just couldn't afford all the new menu the stuff. Changes? Like, they couldn't, they couldn't afford to upkeep it. Wow. Yeah, he yeah. went to some place that we went. We used to go to as kids, and it was a, it was a Mexican restaurant in West Nyack, New York. And oh, thank God! <laughs> after eating there, you go, wow. After seeing what's in in the kitchen, dodged a bullet. Wow. Wow. Uh, anybody use Movie Pass, that subscription service that lets you uh, ten dollars a month go see pretty much no, any movie? And you know what? Somebody told me I need to do it. Scott and I have friends that love it. Because we go to movies so much. Yeah. Like, my, the, the wife and kids, when they were on the East Coast, they went to go see Teen Titans. Because they, they, I mean, they always go to movies. My kids love the movies. I well, love going to the movies with them, too. Well, it looks like Movie Pass appears to be down, and this was just after the company ran out of money. Oh. Users reported outages on Twitter. A lot of the customers describing a screen that camp comes up that just says there are no more screenings at this theater today. And they were they were up and running temporarily. They said it was technical difficulties over the weekend. And uh, users uh, were unable to get tickets or redeem tickets using their movie pass cards. And the company first said the outage was due to a card pressing, uh, processing issue. And then they actually came back and said the parent company missed a payment on one of its fulfillment processors, Oops. which shut the place down. So to return the company back to service, they had to get a cash loan of $5 million. I heard people were trying to get into that Mission Impossible movie this weekend and weren't able to. It was well, impossible. Well, I don't know if you saw do you, is that, Mission is that all you have? to see the movie. That's right. Is that all you have on this, Jeff? No, I mean, but go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I don't want... They... they they're back for now. Yeah, they're back for now okay. because they borrowed $5 yeah, million. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, but the problem with this is their stock plummeted more than 50% after that happened. Yikes. Shares as of yesterday were 98 cents. 
98 cents. Now, the issues with the company have prompted some of the subscribers to say, hey, this thing could be shutting down for good. The company was responding to user complaints on Twitter, but it looks like now it's not doing that anymore. Having said all of that, AMC Theaters is ready to give the same thing a whirl with their AMC Stubbs A-list. And they say after the first five weeks, they have 175,000 plus members signed up to that. Yeah, there's a couple things uh, with MoviePass. They raised their monthly subscription price mm-hmm. from 10 bucks to 15 but they've blacked out any of the first run movie yeah, the, big, the, the, the limited editions yep the, the, the big yeah. limited editions so, so for the first two weeks that a movie is open on more than a thousand screens you can't go see it oh so if I want to go see the new Star Wars You're out. you gotta oh. wait two weeks after it comes out to go oh, use your movie pass or the new Marvel movie gotta wait two Whoa. weeks still wanna do wow. movie pass Ooh, I don't know some, some movie pass <laughs> <laughs> Some movies pass. <laughs> I think that that's that's a bomber, man. That's that's a, that's a huge bomber. Yeah, that's I didn't a bunch know that. of bunk. I thought it, it was bunk. just bunk. I tell you, simple. Boy, that's right. BS. Yeah. Uh, Prop Store, a well-known auction house. We've actually talked. They've been in the news before. Is a uh, about to host the UK's largest ever live auction of film and TV stuff. Fifth year in a row. This is happening late next month. Over 600 different things, like big, huge movie props. And this is starting September the 20th. Here's a couple of the things. This is in London, but you can get to London on this through the internet for the auction. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go to London. I don't have to go there. So you know. Oh. <laughs> Han Solo's jacket is expected to get Ooh, one bet you, po- Okay, never mind. I was going to guess. but I bet it's one point. One point. Four. Something million. Yep, you got it. One point three million. Three million. million. <laughs> 1.3, I was Indiana Jones thinking. original fedora. How much? Ooh, that's- 200 grand. Higher. Get out of here, dude. All right. The original fedora is two million. Yeah, no, I, I would, that's, that's old. It's got to be up there with the jacket. I mean, close. How about how about nine hundred thousand? You can't wear a fedora everywhere. <laughs> wear the jacket everywhere. Three hundred ninety-seven thousand. That's it. What for? They, I mean, these are Jones? these are estimates. It's not like that's what they paid. They're saying this oh, is what it could. Be. I see. I bet so you I, could be right. I bet you that goes. For Especially if a couple of people start so bidding against each other. You, you never think know. that seems cheap? Um, the fedora? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, think about uh, how many times... You, yeah, you're going to see the jacket on, on Han Solo, but there's nothing with the jacket other than it's on the character. That fedora, like, it has its moments. You know, the the door, mm. uh, it, it blowing down the, the, yeah, the yeah, hallway yeah. in that one scene. I mean, it's almost a character. Yeah, it's got... It's that, That's a bigger prop. How about the hoverboard, uh, Marty McFly's hoverboard from number another two? Another iconic thing? That's another one. 100,000. Oh, I'm going to no go way. 200 grand. 500 grand. Sixty-six grand. Tony Parker takes that. By the way, in the list here, London, it says, guys. on the list here it says Marty McFly's BTTF11 hoverboard. And for the longest time, I'm like, the Tiff. Back to the future. Yeah, that got it eventually. <laughs> uh, Jumanji game board. Ooh, that's got to go ten grand. I would say twenty. That's pretty good. Yeah, fifteen. Thirteen grand. All right. So you get the Jumanji <laughs> game board. Way to go. Right. Uh, and final last one here: the Edward Scissorhands costume. The Edward Scissorhands costume. Oh, that's a lot of nine grand. It's all tore up. Nine <laughs> grand with scissors. Just says the costume, so I don't know. I bet you it is. They wouldn't with scissors. separate the two. Let's go with scissors. Sure. Uh, Ten grand. Eleven grand. One hundred five thousand. Overall, they're expected to get about oh, just a little over almost five million dollars. So big deal. Hundred grand for that. Get the f- out of here. It said, <laughs> you were just like my dog when I tried to get it up in the morning to go outside. <laughs> just give me the. 
This guy can't control the volume of his voice. <laughs> Get the f*** out of here. Uh, this bummed me out when I read this. Alan Alda, one of my favorite all-times from MASH, uh, was on CBS this morning. Yesterday, he announced that he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Oh. And uh, the, the diagnosis was actually uh, about three years ago. And he thought he may have some symptoms. Symptoms I'd never heard of before. Here he is talking about it for the first time. I haven't said in public until now that I've been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And the reason that I want to talk about it in public is that it's, I was diagnosed three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've had a full life since then. I've acted. I've given talks. I, I asked for a, a scan because I thought I might have it. Uh, if you act out your dreams, huh. there's a good chance you might, that might be a very early yeah. symptom that, where nothing else shows. And act, by acting out your dreams, I mean, I was having a dream that someone was attacking me and I threw a sack of potatoes at them. But what I was really doing is throwing a pillow at my wife. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, the, the most startling thing about that is you got to be 82 years old if in your dream you're being attacked and your defense is throwing a sack of potatoes at somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stranger things Well, it's the only though. thing available <laughs> in your dream. <laughs> he was in the sack of potatoes store. He didn't mention uh-huh. that. You're coming at me. Where's that sack of potatoes? One million Americans. Uh, there are one million Americans who have Parkinson's disease right now. And anyway. it's tough. So here's a couple of uh, remakes, reboots, reimaginings, whatever you want to call them. Fantasy Island movie is in development. That was a TV show. They're l- looking at Who's it as Who's going to be Tattoo? We don't know that Dieter yet. Dieter Dinklage. I, you know what's funny is that when I saw that and when anybody sees this, the first thing everybody's going to want to cast is, is, that, is that particular role. What about uh, who would be a good... Uh... Ricardo Montalban. I've never seen it, so I don't. I don't know anything. But you know who uh, Ricardo Montalban is? Mm. Jason Sudeikis. Not by, not by face. Come on, yeah, rich Corinthian I mean, leather of your Chrysler Cordoba. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, you know he was Ricardo in. Uh, he was in Fantasy Island, and and he, he was, was in, in uh, uh, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. <laughs> that's and he was right. also. He was. I think he was, he he was Khan. Fantasy, wasn't right? he in Fantasy yeah. Island too? I think so. Oh, that guy. Great hair too. Yeah, okay, so I mean, I I know of him. I know Jim him. Carrey. Hmm. No, I think you need you need a Latin guy. Oh, Antonio Banderas. There you go. How done, funny. Done, Even done, on the done. Wikipedia, it says, uh, famous for automobile advertisements for Chrysler, including those in which he extolled uh, the rich Corinthian leather. <laughs> Corinthian leather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there was a, a short-lived revival back in 98, but this will be a movie. Maltabon will not be in it. He died in 09, and uh, Tattoo died in 93. I didn't know he died mm. that way. Hervé Villachez. Yeah, he, and he was quite the master swordsman, by the way. Yes. He really was. Yes, he was. And a uh, remake of the movie, Indecent Proposal, is in the works as well. That's one Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson oh, and, Robert Redford. and Robert Redford, and he was the lonely billionaire, and he said, can I have your wife for a night for, what was it, a million dollars? One million dollars. Yeah. You ever see that movie? No. It's a good one. Oh, it is a good one. It's a good movie. It is Indecent really Proposal? <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I've seen it. Um, who's, who's the other lead? Robert Redford, Robert Redford, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore. Oh, and Woody Harrelson is just right. like, crap with money. And goes and spends it in the casino, doesn't mm-hmm. tell her, and then Robert Redford falls in love with Demi Moore and says, hey, for one over, night. Yeah, one night, I get her, can do whatever I want for a million dollars, and he's flying her all over the place, and she starts falling for it, yeah. and, and then this is what happened. Listen to this. And then, don't give it away. 
You and still have thing, Goodfellas to watch. What's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watched that right after Goodfellas. That thing got two hundred. It made two hundred sixty-six million dollars worldwide. That uh, indecent proposal, but it also won like three Razzies as well. So people either loved it or hated it. Uh, the next installment of the twenty-four franchise may be a prequel explaining the actual origin of Jack Bauer. Mm. So I don't know if you guys are into that or not, but they're they're working. Yeah, I on did like that those. show. Yeah, first couple seasons were great. All right, you guys, and I am so in the minority around here about movies, and you guys are constantly quoting movies. Mm-hmm. So let's see if you guys get them right as far as the very iconic movie Okay, lines. so I know the answers to these. So okay. the other two movie guys in the room. Is it a multiple choice thing? Well, it's just, here's the famous quote. What is it really? No, no. What do you want to do the other way? What, what the movie is. Here's the, here's the movie. What's the famous quote okay. from the movie? Okay, so Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off no. to work we go. The uh, one about the mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's, who's the, the fairest, fairest of, of them, them all? That's what you think it is. But it's not. Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? There's no mirror, mirror on the wall. Magic, Magic, Magic mirror. mirror on the wall. All right, the next one is The Treasure of Sierra Madre. I don't even know what that That's is. That's an old-ass movie. But it's the movie about the, the badges. Not, oh, not we, we don't need no stinking badges. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> if you're the police, where are your badges? Badges? We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. See? Oh, <laughs> we don't wow. need no stinking badges. That's wow. not it. This is a big one right here. Casablanca. Uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. No, that's, that's, uh, uh, I know. Gone with the wind. <laughs> I know. <laughs> About playing it or not for Sam. Play it again, Sam. Yeah, and that I knew that was not the correct. Sure, uh, you did. Uh-huh, whatever, dude. Yeah, that's not that. Play it again, Sam. Play nope. it once, Sam. For all time's sake. I don't know. You missed it, Ann. Play it once, Sam. For all time's sake. What? I don't know what you mean, Miss Elson. Play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. That's weird. That one's not even really close. Play as time goes by. The first one is she said, play it one, Sam. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Play it one, Sam. Interesting. Uh, The movie Hondo. Does everybody know the movie Hondo? Nope. Nope. This is a fun game. We'll (laughs) get to ones you know. I'm just messing with you, buddy. We're having fun on this side. (laughs) You knew Batches. We don't need no stinking Batches. (laughs) Tony and I keep looking at each other like, I don't know Hondo, you'll know the quote. Go ahead. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. You know that quote. Yeah. That's incorrect as well, huh? (laughs) Get out of the way, you mean. That's your cur. Get him out of the way. Walk around him. I'll be hanged if I go out of my way for any cur dog. Man ought to do what he thinks is best. Just a little guy named John Wayne. Oh, no way. Okay, then I have seen that because my dad force fed That's John right, Wayne Pilgrim. every How about the movie Dirty Harry? Go ahead, punk. Make my day. That's wrong. Are you feeling lucky? Do oh, you that's feel, it? Do you feel lucky, punk? Well, do you? I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But Ian, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off. Yeah. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Jaws. Well, we talked about a, this yesterday. He was inside an airplane engine, by the way. Well, right. We're going to need a bigger boat. That's what you think it is, but, but this is it. I can go slow ahead. Come on down and chump some of this shit. You're going to need a bigger boat. You're going to need a bigger boat. Huh. 
A little movie called The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, so it's not Luke, I am your father, like everybody says. What do you think it is? I think it's uh, Search Your Feelings, You Know It To Be True. And then he says, no! No! no. Uh, I am your father. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. Ah, yes! I am your father. Oh, I am your father. Number eight here, Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. But it's actually... If you build it, he will come. He will come. He will. He will. If you build it, he will come. Who did the voice for that? Was that Ray Ray Liotta as well? I'm saying Ray Liotta. It was is it was it a known thing that he was the whispering voice? Yeah, because remember he came out of the cornfield first. Right. So why is it him whispering? He because it's about his dad. His dad will come. Ray Liotta's not his dad. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. The dad Ray Liotta's Joe I just Jackson. Never, I just never put it together that the whispering. Right? It was it was yeah. almost like a Ray Liotta's Joe Jackson. Shoeless Joe. Yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. I'm just saying it was it was like an anonymous voice type thing for me until I heard it and then I went oh my gosh that's Ray Liotta's accent. <laughs> Uh, number nine, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, uh, is it the Chianti? The Clarice one. I like Clarice. I like Clarice. That's what you think it is, but. Good evening, Clarice. Just like old times. And one, one last one from Forrest Gump. This one's a bit of a technicality, but the box of chocolates line. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get, but this is what he actually says. My mom always said. Life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Was and is is the only difference okay. on that one. But but it's big if you're quote. Yeah, if you got it wrong, you're dumb. Uh, okay, crappy <laughs> birthdays. Uh, Jason Momoa, that's Aquaman. He is 39. You get mistaken for him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Tempest Bledsoe. Rudy Huxtable. Vanessa Huxtable Vanessa, is 45. sister. Yes. Adam Duritz from Counting Crows is 54. Coolio, 55. Chuck D from Public Enemy is 58. Uh, Joe Elliott, lead singer of? Def Leppard. Is 59. Two first names. And today's Burton birthday of the day, the man who back in 1814 wrote the Star Spangled Banner. In 1931, it became the anthem. Francis Scott Key would have been a super young, 239 years old today. Wow. Real, real quick on the uh, stinking badges thing, a couple people, including uh, Trucker Jerry on, on Twitter, they're all like, which is what I thought, that stinking badges quote is from Blazing Saddles. No, which but is, that's a quote. That's, so that was the misquote yes, from the Sierra. From uh, Sierra Madre. No kidding. Because mm-hmm. I knew that quote, but not from that That was making clip. fun of that movie. Gotcha. Interesting. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Candace Nicole. Today's birthday girl's been on her back longer than a patient in a coma in 121 oh, oh, fine oh. films, including 40-Ounce Booty Bounce, Anacondas and Little Mamas, Bubble Butt Barbecue, Volumes 1 and 2, <laughs> in a movie called Big Ass Stalker, and who could forget her unforgettable role in, Hey, is your daddy home? <laughs> <laughs> Candace Nicole, 36 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrity. Well, thank you, Tony. Ah, welcome back. Chat room cameras, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Send us your emails. Riz show, 1057thepoint.com. We were just talking off the air about how the microphones are so sensitive in here, but the equipment in this studio is so good. So good. 
And the room is set up so well that every little thing, every little mouse click, every tap of the keyboard, even if you just kind of, just a touch of the microphone, you could hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very different that way. It's very different, yeah. Part of that has to do with the fact that it's everything so much clearer and nicer. Signal-wise, you know. I was just uh, remarking about how we were in, uh, during the break, in the break room. Like the kitchen where they got the coffee and stuff. And it's such a difference being here than at Union Station. And and it's really one big thing. This place is so much brighter. There are windows everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. It's just the sunlight. Changes everything. Sunlight changes everything. Like, I'm looking at our window right now. It's a clear, sunny day. Blue skies. It's beautiful. Yeah, because the only thing more cavernous at the Union Station uh, studios, the only thing more cavernous than the Point Studio was the kitchen. Yeah. It, I mean, it looked like a bomb shelter. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Point Studio was in the middle of the building. And so was the kitchen. Hmm. So you never see any sun. And our office was upstairs. No sun there. There were times where we would walk into the office, like during the winter months, we would walk into the office, like, oh, man, it's cold. And we'd walk out and be like, it snowed two inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's November? Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> don't forget myself, Jeff, and Tony at Big St. Charles Motorsports for the next uh, bike night. So tomorrow starting at 6, Calendar Girl Search starts at 7. There's going to be a stunt rider there, free food, courtesy of Shamrocks. That's always a good time. Weather's supposed yeah. to be- raffles are giving stuff away. I mean, it's it's a whole thing. Weather's supposed to be terrific as well. So uh, see us there tomorrow at Big St. Charles Motorsports, starting at six o'clock. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. You know what? I don't think we say this enough. God bless you, police officers out there. Yep. Because. You never know who you're going to pull over. You throw the lights on, who, who knows who's in that car? Right. Think about one of your big nightmares about coming in and, the, and a car is, you know, on the wrong side of the median coming at you. You drive away from that, cops go towards that. Yeah. So last night around 830, a Hazelwood police officer was conducting a traffic stop, got the driver to pull over. Of course, they run the guy's info. And officers told the guy, hey, you have outstanding warrants. And with that, he sped off, almost hitting an innocent person just walking. And officers chased this guy until he crashed near 270 and Florissant Road. And after the crash, the driver gets out, runs into some nearby woods. The guy's passenger, he stayed behind. And while the officers were arresting him, a shot was fired at the officers from the woods where the guy had run. Luckily, nobody was hit. And police from Hazelwood and Jennings and Florissant and even uh, St. Louis County, they combined forces looking for this guy. They used the helicopters. They used the dogs. I think he's still on the run. Wow. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anything about him being caught or anything. He's still on the run. Again, this was near 270 and Florissant Road. So this guy took off into the woods. Uh, last Wednesday... Last Wednesday night. And I think you guys may have been at the lock-in at Gingham's when we talked about this. But a guy named Brian Matea, he was out on a scooter. 
He was on his way to the stores, just innocently, 1130 at night, going to pick up some milk. There was a Walgreens nearby where he lived. And he's on a scooter, an SUV comes barreling through a red light, hits him. Hits him on the side, I believe. Throws him off the scooter. He flies across the intersection, laying there bleeding, and SUV takes off. Actually, didn't just take off. Stopped at the Walgreens parking lot to see if there was any damage to the car and then took off. You got to be kidding me. Brian had to have his leg amputated. Oh, man. And he is a cook over at Salt and Smoke in, uh, in, in, in South City. The Hampton location. No insurance. Yeah, obviously he's not going to be able to work for a while. But uh, this was at the intersection of Hampton and Gravelway. Police did release a surveillance picture of the SUV. If we could tweet that out, put that on the socials. It looks like it's a Ford Escape. And if you have any information, please call the police. It's a devastating thing. That's a bummer. A uh, Jefferson County deputy was attacked by a dog yesterday while trying to serve a summons in Cedar Hill. And the deputy, been on the force for 27 years, went to a house in the 6100 block of Cedar Hill Road to serve a civil process summons. Goes to the front door. Nobody answered. Goes to a side door. He notices uh, that the storm door was open. And when the deputy started to walk towards the side door, a pit bull ran at him from from the back of the house. Bit the officer in the face near the corner of his mouth. And the deputy tried pushing the dog away, but attacked again. It bit the deputy's arm. He was able to get his gun from his holster and shot the dog. Deputy taken to the hospital. He is going to need some plastic surgery. The dog, they say, up to date on shots. Dog's going to be all right. What about, uh, like, this wasn't like an attack, right? Like, get him! This was just the dog just happened to... I mean... Can you blame the dog? No, I mean, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, this is an accident. This is not an attack, that's right? That's what like, it seems like. Yeah, so in other words, there wasn't somebody inside saying, go, go, get go, go, go get the copper. I mean, it just happens to be a dog that could do some damage. And the dog's protecting the property. Yeah. Listen, my dogs are the same way. I remember when I walked out of the house one time, or my wife walked out of the house, and I was still in the back room, and the dogs thought I was out. I came out of the back room and shut the door, and both of them came around that corner pissed, like yeah. ready to go. Because they thought you were outside already. Right. right. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Once they realized it was me, they kind of were mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. But they were just protecting the house. Yeah. You kind of want your dog to do that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I felt great about it. Like, Certainly. My, my wife was like, are you upset? I'm like, not at all. I mean, this just happens to be a dog that could do quite a bit of damage <laughs> when, when it gets old of you. You also can't blame yeah. the cop for shooting the dog either. Nope. As dog owners, what are your your thoughts? Oh, I, th- I think the dog was in the right. I mean, not the right, but you can't blame the dog, and the officer was in the right to protect yeah. himself. I mean, bummer. It just it is a bummer. That's what it is. And don't say, "Well, pit bulls." I mean, it could have been anything. Right. This could. It could have been, been a German Shepherd. It could. That's exactly what I was going to say. It could have very easily been a German Shepherd. It could have been a German Shepherd. It could have been, uh, you know, a Rottweiler. Could have been a Bichon. 
Stop been it. Any, I mean, it wouldn't. It would bite stop. your ankles. Maybe possibly through your sock break the skin. There's, no, there's some there's some bigger bichons. Urinate, <laughs> urinate on your foot. There's some bigger bichons, <laughs> oh, buddy. I've seen some, at me. I've seen some big ones that'll do some damage Sounds to like you. Such an insult. <laughs> bigger bichon. What are you one of them bigger bichons? Cool, cool. Have you met Moon lately? <laughs> He's been a bigger bichon than he has before. Have you guys ever played a softball up at the uh, Pacific Youth Association baseball fields? No. no, I know it. I've played soccer in the area. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Pacific is a is a pretty safe area. Uh, very much you say? so. Yes, when it's not flooded. Yes, <laughs> that's one of the areas that floods. You don't a lot. think crime when you think Pacific, Missouri? Nope. Well, guy was carjacked in Pacific on Monday night after a, uh, a, a softball game up at the Pacific Youth Association baseball fields. A little after nine thirty, ballsy since there was about forty people standing around. And the guy who was robbed said that after playing a softball game, goes to his car, gets in. One guy, I guess it was a, a tandem, working this uh, this carjacking. So, guy gets in the car. One guy stands in front of the car so he can't leave. That's when the other guy comes to the driver's side window holding a gun. And the victim goes, are you serious? And the carjacker waves the gun in his face and goes, get out. And he yeah, did. That means he's serious. Yes, he is I serious. Believe. So the guy gets out. They take off in his uh, super sweet burgundy color 2014 Kia Optima. And cops spotted the car pretty quickly, chased it onto 44, but backed off after the chase hit over 100 miles an hour. And cops think they got a pretty good idea as to who one of the guys is. The car does have no front license plate. They're still looking for the car. No front license plate. Uh, just a sign for Travers Autoplex, which is right there, one of them right there in Eureka. I mean, right there. You can get from that Travers to Pacific on a back road. Mm-hmm. It's the one that goes past the the prison back there. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, it's that's connecting the dots probably right there. That's probably maybe where they bought the car. So therefore, you may be able to figure something out. Who knows? I don't know. Well, the thieves the thieves have the car. Oh, the thieves still have the car. Okay, the thieves gotcha. still have the car. They took off on 100 miles an hour. That's They're just they saying, hey, right. it doesn't have a front license plate. Yeah. Instead, it has the Travers. sign of Travers gotcha. Auto, okay. you know, Autoplex. Gotcha. And if you see it, call the police. Yeah. It's a 2014 burgundy-colored Kia Optima. Sweet car. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Hey, good news. Starting today, electric rates uh, for people who use Ameren, Missouri, going down 6%. So Amron says that a $167 million rate cut is the result of federal tax reductions passed by Congress in December and then approved by the state earlier this year. So a typical person is expected to pay about $6.21 less a month, which I am going to Hawaii. Guess what, man? $6.21 is $6.21. My savings to pay off the kids' uh, college funds, pay off all my debt. I may have enough left over to go for a nice steak dinner. Man, that's a little over $62 a year. Mm -hmm. Right? That's wrong math. But that's it's close. How about 6.21 times 12? 70, 70, just a little bit above $72. So you're looking at about 75 bucks. Jerks. Woo! It's good stuff.
You know what? You pay extra then. My you pay seven dollars a month. You know what my extra. mom would say? That's better than a stick in the eye. That's right. And your Which mom is true. Had a few sticks in her true. eye. True. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Almost everything's better than a stick in the That's eye. That's right. <laughs> and uh, finally, locally here, if you are an out of work welder, uh, listen up. Today, the Missouri Job Center of St. Charles County hosting a career training expo. And this will be from 3 to 6 at the Missouri Job Center on Turner Boulevard. There will be instructors and employers on site. You meet the instructors. You meet the employers. You learn about training and scholarships. And this is the crazy thing. I This is what Fox 2 said. These are their stats. It, it, this just seems like an astronomical number. But uh, welding industry analysts predict a nationwide shortage of 300,000 welders by 2020. Wow. Wouldn't have even noticed that, known that there was 300,000 welders. Holy cow. Yeah, right. I'll tell you what it is. Nobody's encouraging their kids to go to trade schools. Yeah. You know what? It's funny you say that. I think even the I said the term that trade night. school yesterday to my 19-year-old, and she didn't know what a trade school was. What's a trade school? What do you mean by trade school? She had no clue. I, even the president was talking about that yesterday. Trade schools. Heating. Air conditioning. Welding. Mechanic stuff. I mean, there are plenty of jobs out there, plenty of high-paying jobs. Here's one of the reasons why there's plenty of them. When I told my 19-year-old, it's a, basically it's a job when you have a tool in your hand. She went, ah, no, no thanks. It's good, honest work that you're it's always going to get. You know, my next-door neighbor is in the uh, is in, in the HVAC world. I mean, you are virtually guaranteed the guy. with the with a if you go to school. If you go to trade school, you graduate, you are virtually guaranteed a job. You know, talking to uh, Hoffman Brothers, the people over there, and other HVAC people, they, I mean, they're they're looking for employees. Yeah. Uh, they can't find them. That's why they run these recruitment ads yeah. all the time. You know, also hiring is our buddy uh, Pat over at Mattress Direct. Yep. Saw that on the, on the Twitters. Yeah. That's a great company to work for. That's a fantastic company to work for. And guess what? Everybody needs sleep. Everybody needs sleep. Everybody needs a mattress. So Mattress Direct is hiring. But the trade school thing, I mean, these, this welder thing, 300,000 welders, a shortage of by 2020. Yeah, and somebody in the chat room says that they're a welder in Washington, Missouri. And the problem is, is that the old welders are retiring and there's just no one to That's replace it. them. Wow. I said, oh, I know you want your kid to be a lawyer or a doctor. So you got to send them to the best schools. And they, you know, you pay for five years of school. And then they're they're coming out of school, a lawyer like everybody else, no work out there, in deep debt. Yeah, you pay for 35 years for five years yeah. of school. Also, if you're a welder, you got that cool ass mask, and every Damn time right. there's an eclipse, everybody's gonna be wanting that. You could customize <laughs> it. I would put flames on mine. I would put like a blue sticker on. Yeah, mine. you could do that. Oh, yeah, I'd paint it too. That's good, honest work. And you don't have to take the work home with you either. Yeah. Right. That's good. Point. Right, but you know what you do have though. Everybody that has a welding question is officially going to be calling you. Because yeah. they know nobody else. I think How many welding Tony questions weld? does one have? Um, here's one. Hey, can you weld something for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I've never, honestly, in my almost 40 years on this earth, I've never had the need to ask somebody, hey, can you weld this? Oh, I just have. knew how to weld. That's funny because I do know, we do know a welder and the band would always like think of things and go, oh, well, we got so-and-so. And then, of course, make a phone call. Hey, can you can you weld this? Can you put this together? So I guarantee you that guy was getting it from every angle. Oh, and Tony's got a truck too. So not only, hey, Tony, can you weld this? Uh, I'm moving too. Can I borrow your truck? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, my, if you got a pickup truck, I mean, my next door neighbor. You're is, always somebody who, who somebody asks, hey, I need help moving something. My next door neighbor is an electrician. I found that out two days ago. Yesterday, <laughs> he helped me put in a light. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. found out like, whoa, he's, he yeah, does yeah, electricity. Yeah. Is it like a lamp? You just set it on Listen, the table? No, no, it was like it a lamp. Like, no, I had all sorts of it's, electricity it's, issues, anytime, and I'm not going to die. Anytime you know somebody that has like a physical trade, like a skill that they actually do, like a mechanic, you know? If you have a buddy that's a mechanic, and all of a sudden your check engine light comes on, you go, hey, man, what is the speed? Right. They're like, what do you mean? Exactly. What do you, I, I got to look at your car. He goes, put the call, light came on. That means call a mechanic. We got to take a break, but <laughs> after the break, speaking of air conditioning and, you know, trades and stuff, air conditioning specifically. How hot does it have to get before you start pumping your AC? How hot? Hmm. Are we coming out of winter here? Like whatever. Well, I mean, I mean that's that kind of makes a difference. You know. Are we thinking on this, or do you like, want our answer? No, no, no. Like he's I, saying, I want are you to think about the transition. Yeah. Are we seasonally what transitioning? No. He's saying. Like he's saying. Hot outside. How how hot eighty is it degrees in in February is the same as eighty degrees in July. Kind of. It's the same. No, because it, I, because if it's only happening for one day, I'll go, I'm going to survive. I'm going to deal with this. But if I've been dealing with hot everywhere Why and it's do been you have hot to deal outside. With it? You have a button you could press in your house. Yeah, but it's conditioning. And you, if you've conditioned yourself to winter and then you got this hot day and your house is, is hot, I'm not going to turn the air conditioning 80 on. degrees, again, is in, in, in March is the same as 80 degrees in August. As much well, as I sorry, normally dude, disagree I with totally him, disagree I agree with, with him on this. <laughs> You can have what a pool. What weighs more, a ton of bricks or a ton of uh, something? Feathers. Else. Feathers, thank you. I agree with him here. I, I, I'm. Oh, well, you're all wrong. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Of course. Hey, Tony. Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. You want to play softball tonight? Yeah, man, I do. <laughs> right, we'll chop it up next. 8-12. On this Wednesday, another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. He's such a controlling a-hole. That's your dad. <laughs> We'll see tomorrow. First time in the studio tomorrow. Yeah, that's if he makes John it Patrick. down here. All right, welcome back. You know, uh, August 1st. When do your kids go back to school? Um, Next week. Next week? Same. Yeah, next week. Isn't that insane? Next Thursday, right? Yes, uh, I believe that's right. I don't know, something around that. I believe it's next Thursday. Oh, my wife is psyched. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew you weren't going to say sad. I just wasn't no. sure which word you'd use. No. I think she. I, I think she actually said this yesterday. I we're we're coming home. I she was on the East Coast with them for a couple of days. And she goes, oh, I can't wait for them to go back to school. <laughs> I was like, oh. And she goes, yeah. She goes, all the you know all the ladies, they get together that first day and they get drunk. Oh boy. Do they really? Wow. Where do they do it and what time? That is so funny. <laughs> that is so TV showish. It really is. You're right. That is hilarious. That that could be a movie. Yeah. You know, like bad moms? We'll call it first day back. Yeah, first day back. Back to school. And it's just moms getting just hammered and and slutty. What? It's like a hangover kind of, like a hangover vibe. Yeah. (laughs) One of them loses a tooth. Uh Yeah, but they're all in a rush to get somewhere by 4 or 15. They got to pick them up. Exactly. They got to pick the kids back (laughs) up by 3. Ooh. uh, We came up with the idea first. 
Yeah, that's right, right? Um, Draft 120 pages. Let's go. Starring Taya Leone. Done. Okay, next. So most kids. Where did that come from? I love it. I love the casting. Who would be in it? As Mrs. Rizzuto. Jennifer Lopez. She would be the saucy Latina mom. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. You'd have uh, the (laughs) chick from Modern Family. Oh, Sofia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she'd be great. I just wanted to say You know who else would be in it? You know who else would be in it? Because she's the hot She's the hot uh, uh, actress of the moment. Jessica Biel. Tiffany Haddish. Uh-huh, yeah. She would be in it for sure. Is. She's uh, the black chick. Uh, she's she's in all the commercials right now for Groupon. She is 30. Oh, yeah. I just read this morning she's 38 years old, and she just admitted in an interview that she's been with 38 dudes. Yeah, I saw that. Unbelievable. Uh, somebody's got to be the serious principal. The serious, serious principal guy is a um, girl, a guy. Oh, guy, serious oh, principal. A guy, Janine uh, Garofalo. No, no, no. Brad, Brad Garrett. You're not good. Bye, bye. Brad Garrett you, from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, if he's available, he's available. Yeah, he's... <laughs> yep. Oh, and then man. there's got to be a hot. Who's the hot gym teacher guy he that all the, the moms se- are over? No, the serious principal. Because it's it's a women's movie, mm-hmm. so the guy, the serious principal has got to be like a dope. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be okay. Then I just nailed no, it. Brad Garrett's yeah. right. No, yeah, that's perfect. Like what a Dabney about, Coleman from nine to five. And we, and we talk. Oh, I was. What's John Larroquette doing? Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> what about? And as far as the do we do we want He's waiting the, for Richie Rich? Do too. we want the good looking gym teacher slash little league baseball coach to be somebody that is attainable dad ish no, or Liam or, Hems- or, or, or or Justin Timberlake? Oh, no, no, the hot, no, no, it's, it's Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, well, no, Liam he was Chris Hemsworth. He was he was Ghostbusters. Thor. Oh, was it Chris? Chris Hemsworth. Okay, so Chris and Hemsworth. Somebody's okay. got to be. Somebody's got to be the really hot stepmom. Yeah, Jessica Biel or uh, your your girl, your girl, Margot from, Robbie. Yeah, Margot yeah. Robbie. Oh. Like the really hot stepmom. Yeah, who goes out for drinks with the with the other women and gets them out. And she no, you know what she Who's is getting the face. You know what she is? She's the new mom, and she's yeah, she's the new she's stepmom. New to the no, no. group like new, new to the group. group. She's stepmom, and there's also the mom. The helicopter. That's parent? it. The helicopter parent. Yeah, she's the, the one the helicopter who parent. reluctant to drink red wine at noon. But man, she she will eventually. That's, well, that's Janine Garofalo. <laughs> no, nope. Susan step. Sarandon. <laughs> she's an older mom who can't stand that little Charlie is still in school. They're super sad. She's also got a thirty year old son, but she also has now an eight year old. Susan Sarandon's in her air yeah, late. She's 70s. like If you're, if you're so, casting her, she's she's the drunk lady that's that's leading it all. She's like the fun captain of the Where ship. are they drinking? Are they drinking at somebody's house? No, they they would go out somewhere. Oh, they go out. Okay, somewhere. okay, fine. They go out to a Sandra cafe. Bullock. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. They go out to a cafe. It starts with mimosas. Uh-huh. And it ends. And it ends with, yes, everybody having sex and tickle fights. <laughs> we know where everything ends in your brain, Jeff. And it starts with a, Get off it of me. It's time S. to go pick up the kids. <laughs> Ooh, you know who else it's could be a good, good principal? It's almost three. Where's my bra? Good principal? Chevy Chase. God, he would get kicked off the show though. He's such an ass. Nah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Although I agree with that, but I don't think he'd last. I long. think I'm kind of done with Chevy Chase, like old Chevy Chase. Yeah, you think he looks like senile Chevy Chase? It's kind of sad. Oh, oh, Bill Murray. I thought Bill Murray too, but you need somebody more. You you need somebody because Bill Murray. Oh, nope, I got it. Bill I got Murray, it. Bill Murray. When you see him on the screen, you automatically laugh. I got we it. We need Agreed. somebody serious. You ready, Mark Marin? Yeah. When did he just join the cast of something? What he was, was he's on Glow. Oh, Joker. He's going to be in the new Joker movie. Oh. Yeah. But Mark Marin, I think it would be great. He'd be good, yeah. Maybe somebody older. He'd have Even be. older than Mark Marin. Yeah, I was thinking somebody with a comb over, not not the the, the disheveled 
like hipster homeless guy. Boy, if Rick Moranis was still doing stuff, uh, he may uh, come Rick out of Moranis retirement. Would for be this. the you best. I'll reach out to. Him. Well, what got this started was all right. So kids, they're going back to school. I mean, most of them next week, this month, which is a big stress reliever for parents, but it also means your wallet's going to take a hit. There's already the bags with all the school supplies in them by my house. Yep. And it's not just school supplies. It's other stuff. So a new survey found parents will spend as much as uh, 65 bucks or more on back-to-school stuff this year compared to 2017. And clothes are still the biggest, biggest expense. Yep, for sure. But electronics are now a close second. So the big expenses that we have to worry about as parents this year, new clothes are number one. 189 bucks on new clothes. And that's uh, this is average, up from $153 last year. Electronics, $186, up from $121 last year. New shoes, $95, up from $71 last year. What the hell kind of shoes are you buying your kids? $95 for shoes? The newest? The, yeah. You got to be kidding me. Oh, my God, yeah. You want to get the new LeBrons? They're like $190. Oh, my God. And that's that's adult sizes, but kids never, are probably a hundred bucks. Never in a million God years. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. You can't do that at that. Well, I guess some people can, but at that age, you're going to get what a year's worth out of them before they outgrow them. A year. A year. It's half a year. No if that. Well, if I always, you know, I always stunted my my kids' feet. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> with those. Boxes. Okay, so Nike kids grade school LeBron 15s right now at finish line eighty nine ninety nine. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, here you go. The newest ones, the brand newest ones, one sixteen. Oh my goodness, for kids' shoes. Backpacks, forty five bucks, up from thirty five bucks. Art supplies, including things like crayons, twenty four bucks, up from seventeen bucks. Pencils and pens, fifteen bucks, up from thirteen bucks. Folders and notebooks, fifteen bucks, up from twelve bucks last year. So all total, that's five hundred sixty nine bucks to buy everything on the list. Damn. But obviously, that's just average. Some parents will spend way more and some will spend way less. Now, with that being said, when we were kids, our parents would scream at us to stop playing video games and get back to our math homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm, listen, I'm fighting that battle with the uh, time Gold Glove winner in the postseason. Today, Cardinal- parents are screaming at their kids to put down their math homework and get back to video games. I'm dead serious about this. Uh-huh. Believe it or not, some parents have started hiring video game tutors to help their kids. Wow. For trying to make a career out of it. The tutors can run about 20 bucks an hour and will help get your kids better at the biggest video games right now, especially Fortnite. Fortnite. Whoa, are they hiring? Can you imagine getting paid to go over and play video games with somebody's kid? You so better be damn you, good, though. What do you think the reasons well, it's gotta are? It's got to be better than the kid. What do you think the reasons are that a parent is getting a video games tutor for their kids? Because if they're going to do it anyway, they might as well be good at it. About there are three main reasons. Making a career out of it? Career, socializations, because okay. they're not getting friends. Okay. And that's that's where people hang out with friends now, including myself. And, and don't tell me that they're going to try and justify education out of it somehow. Mm, no. You hit... Yeah, two of them. So, three main reasons. One, helping their kids improve at Fortnite and improves their social life. 
One parent told the Wall Street Journal, there's pressure not just to play a game, but to be really good at it. Oh, really? Hmm. Social pressure? So social life, social pressure. Two, kids are more obsessed with video games than ever, so their parents want them to really be good at something, the thing they love so much. Okay, so self-esteem. So in a way, it could be like, uh, you know, when your parents got you, say, horseback riding lessons. And three, with the rise of esports, if a kid gets good enough, maybe they could go pro at video games and make some real money. Those guys, how much? What kind of money do those guys make? A lot, I'm assuming. Oh, these days, yeah. they're, so, they're so, the competitions those, on TV. Those some guys of those Twitch guys, yeah. Oh, dude, like six figures a month. It looks like there's a lot of money put into it. What the esports? If you watch some of that stuff on ESPN, which they're now showing, uh-huh. yep. they're filling arenas. Wow. Okay, ready? Notable players. And it all started with King of Kong. Ivan Ivanov, a.k.a. Mind Control. Last year he made $2.8 million. Yeah, good work of you. I mean, that's one guy. Right. Well, it, and then here it says total prize money earned for Team Liquid, the best team, the t- the esports champions last year. In total, there's five guys, and they made $18.2 million. And that's just tournament pay. That's right? just total prize money earned. That's that's it's just prize money. These guys, these guys are twitching for six figures as well, and and who knows clinics and tutoring and but I, video I mean, game tutors are now a thing. That is a thing. Now, before the break, talk about air conditioning. How hot does it have to get before you screw the environment and your electric bill and just start pumping the AC? It's got to be in the in the eighties, low eighties. Yeah, I guess so. Probably. I'm gonna say eighty degrees. I don't know what number it would be, but I know I 80. hate being hot. Eighty's my, my number. In the seventies, you could still open up the window and put fans on. You, eighty degrees. Now, if there has to be a number, I agree with you. Now, I unfortunately am 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 gonna play a little bit of a moon card here, but uh, yeah, take it. I agree with you on the number being eighty. Mm-hmm. However, it's got to be at least three consistent days of eighty. 80 is 80 is 80. But it's, it's not, not, though, Riz. Dude, listen, listen, hold on, time out, listen. So if you How's sit there- insanity? It is insanity, because if you sit if there, and it is, listen, hold on, and it's 42 degrees, and then it's 48 degrees, and then it's 60 degrees, and then all of a sudden, it's 80 for a day, you're not going to fire up your air conditioner. Damn right, You're going to open up the doors no. and windows, you're going to let the, the warm air come in, but if it's a couple days at 80, you're going to go, damn, I got to turn on this AC. That's why we have the word conditioning, because- we are conditioned creatures. You're not in a science. 80 is only 80. Is oh, only, oh, 80 is hot. But I'm saying time 80 to, degrees is, is time is, to is, press is, the button on my uh, on the wall and the it's going to de- get cold in here. The 80 degrees is 80 degrees is 80 degrees argument. It only makes sense in a science experiment. And then okay, and so then, here's a question. And then so, tomorrow, oh, it's in the 40s again. Oh, going to go to my wall and shut off the air conditioning. Okay, so listen, here's the deal. So it's it's 68 degrees out. Okay, and and it's going to be a cool weekend. 68 degrees. It gets up to 80. For 10 minutes on Friday, you're kicking that air on for those 10 minutes, and then when it gets back down to 75, you're going, eh, nope, off. It also depends on how hot the house gets. Oh, so you're just So, you're so just that's what I'm saying. Outside. So that's what I'm saying. Inside, after a week long of cold temperatures, if it gets to 80, the inside of your house isn't going to go, bam, oven, it's hot. Got you there. You're right in a way. <laughs> in the way. How, how is it a way? It's the way. 
Listen, according to a new survey, it's got to get very, actually not very hot. Not very hot before you kick on the AC. And some of us do it even when the weather is pretty much perfect. 40% of people said they start using their AC before it hits 80. Including 3% who do it when it's less than 67 degrees out. And young people are about four times more likely than older people to crank the AC when the temperature is in the mid-60s. Another 17% of people overall said it has to be in the low 80s before they'll turn their AC on. 15% said 83 to 86%, 10% said 87 to 90 degrees, and 7% said hotter than that. Hmm. Or only 1% wait till over it's, it's over 100 degrees out. Wow. My, my dad is the 87 to 90. I remember yeah. right when I the summer started, I walked Oof. into that house, and it was hotter than hell, and I looked at him and I go, I know mom's cooking Sunday dinner, but you better turn that AC on or I will go to McDonald's because it is ridiculous yeah. in here. That's a generational thing. hundred yeah. years ago, there was no con- uh, air conditioning. Our parents remember air conditioning becoming a thing and becoming mm-hmm. a modernized thing. And, oh, wow. And they remember their bills all of a sudden going, well, this is going to well, cost us. I remember my bill this year. Every, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying we're the first generation to really pretty much be used to every room we go into having some sort of air conditioning system. It's a standardized thing. I'm yelling at the kids now to close their doors. Close your bedroom doors to keep the AC in the room. Helps condition the, the, uh, absolutely. the room better that way. My father-in-law was that guy that always put a cover on his air conditioner, you know, when he turned it off for the year. Mm-hmm. And I would go over there and I'd just, oh God, the cover's still on. <laughs> you oh, know. the cover's still on. But he was also that guy that when we would sit down for formal dinners, if, especially obviously if it was a hot meal, which most of the time it was, he would turn the ceiling fan off over the, over the table. Mm-hmm. Over the dining room table because he said it was cooling his food too fast. That may be true. Oh, I think I think every grandparent's house is a thousand degrees. Yeah, because my my grand I I remember one time specifically going over to my grandpa's house when my grandma and grandpa used to have Sunday dinner, and I walked in and and I remember my mom going, "It's so hot," and I looked at him, what look at the thermostat, and it was eighty eight degrees. Oh, in the house. and there was there's twenty of us. <laughs> Thermostat sweating. You know, maybe maybe the older people are smart because maybe they're worried about getting sick. Because that's a thing. Your AC could make you sick. I mean, it's very rare. Uh, somebody in the chat room here said that uh, they've got one of those smart thermostats, and you can have it set to between 78 and 80. Like, that's when inside of your home hits 78 or 80, the AC will kick on, and it's usually hotter outside. Yeah, I have that too. We we all have that, right? Mm-hmm. The smart thermostat, where you just uh, so you don't, it. if you don't, you, you set it to like seventy seven, and it goes on or off once it gets to seventy seven. Oh, well, that's not a smart thermostat. That's this is one that's thermostat. reading the temperature inside of the home and and outside as well. You're talking like the Honeywell thing we were talking about. No, 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 and all those. I, maybe you don't call it a smart thermostat. You just call it a thermostat once it hits a certain temperature. Right. Like I got my thing set to uh, you know seventy two. Yeah, mine's to seventy four. But ACs, are they dangerous? Yes, you can get sick. If they aren't cleaned, they can mold out and then trigger respiratory infections. I don't know if you heard of a little thing called Legionnaire's disease. Mm-hmm. You hear that? <laughs> Sounds very <laughs> regal. Are you sick? No, I have a Legionnaire's disease. Yeah. People over 50, yeah. uh, current or past smokers. And those with weakened immune systems or chronic disease are at greater risk of infection. Wow, I went four for four there. And at the peak of summer, many of us are blasting the AC units 
but can it make you sick? And that website, Gizmodo, they, uh, I guess they talked to a couple scientists. And they say, yes, your AC can make you sick, but it's very rare. Don't forget to change your filters either. Oh, yeah, that's the, the worst. The, the problem is. is that air conditioners that aren't cleaned can contain mold and trigger those in, in, infections. And it could also become a breeding ground for bacteria like Legionella. However, the CDC says the risk isn't the same for everyone. As I mentioned, people over 50, past smokers, all that stuff. So. That's one of those things that I think first-time uh, home buyers, nobody ever tells them. You know, because any friend, and I'll go, hey, mate, you change your area filter? And they go, what the hell is that? Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, well you know what's even funnier is in my house, like in my, in my old house, I had to buy specific filters that were like a weird size that you can only get at one place, that oh. Hackman Lumber place. So I went, and before I knew this, I went and I went and got like 12 different filters, and I'm trying to like jam it in there. Yeah. And then finally my dad's like, well, you're going to go to Hackman Lumber and get the murder. My like, old oh, uh, South City stupid. house. It's a horrible impersonation. An engineer, oh, one of our old engineers owned it, and he put in this special you know, heating and cooling unit. That's like uh, hospital grade. So you'd have to get these hospital grade filters. <laughs> they were like super, super thick. And it's just because of the unit that he put in? Yeah. Man. Ain't in the ass. I'm the same way. Mine is, mine, I've got to find a roll of it. And so far, I haven't found anywhere that has it. What? Uh, a two roll more of things. it? You want uh, uh, two sucks. more things that are dangerous? Oh, uh, sure. On. Yeah. Just crush us. Um, do you guys let your dogs lick you? Of course. Yeah. Sure. And by the way, when my kids came back to town yesterday, I mean immediately about the dog. Immediately about getting a dog off. <laughs> you got a rescue, man. My, my daughter goes, Dad, for Christmas, I want a dog. Is Emma the Beagle still available? She was looking on that Pet Finder website. You got to be kidding me. Full court press. It's happening. I can't wait till the next time I come over, which will probably be a year. And I just go, I just go, hey, girl. Sparky. Do you want do you want a puppy? You want a puppy, don't you? I have two puppies and they're nice. If we were to get a dog, it'd only be a female. Okay. R- reason? I don't want the male dog humping everything. <laughs> First of all, female dogs will do that too. <laughs> don't stop, Jeff. Yeah, but then you I mean keep it I mean, perfect. Yeah, yeah. You got the red, and you got the red rocket and you gotta explain that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta explain that. I don't want to talk. <laughs> What's with Scruffy's highlighter? Why is it? Alright, so y'all let your dogs like you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe this will make you think twice. He's going to get a dog and not tell us, by the way. That's what's going to happen. And he's going to cut his tongue off. Go ahead. My own tongue? No, the dog's tongue, so I can't (laughs) lick you. (laughs) So this guy from Wisconsin had to have his hands and legs amputated after he contracted a life-threatening bacterial infection from a dog that licked him. And this 48-year-old guy... Rushed to the hospital when he suffered a uh, fever, like flu-like symptoms, and sudden bruising all over his body. And he was at the hospital for a week, and within the week, he suffered from sepsis. And his body tissue began dying. Oh, my gosh. They call this the hell bacteria? And he had contracted this bacteria, which is commonly found in the saliva of healthy dogs and cats. Usually not harmful to humans, but in rare cases, the bacteria can cause death if it enters the human bloodstream. And doctors say, hey, you know what? This guy's case is a is a crazy fluke, but you want to roll the dice? 
<laughs> Jeez, dude. Puppy. You cannot stifle her. You're going to die. And by the way, you're yeah. right. If I do get a dog, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I will find out. How? I will find How? out. Okay, you're going to tell your wife then. Put no mentions of the dog on social media whatsoever? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now yeah. you're just ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. Literally, this joy of getting a dog, which is supposed to be a great moment, you are literally ruining that as well. Yeah, the joy for the kids. Okay, Daddy, your wife likes to see pic- your kids happy. The kids are smiling with the dog. What what does does social media? We'll talk what to your does, kids on Fortnite. And what tell does us. Uh, putting the dog on social media have to do with the happiness of my kids? Because your wife wants to share the fact that her kids are happy and they just got a brand new dog. They're happy in the house. <laughs> Don't get a dog. The dog doesn't want to live with you. Don't get a dog. I feel bad this, for the dog that lives with you. This will be the only dog that's been adopted that isn't going to want to go. No, I'll stay in this little two-by-two cage. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. That's him? The dog's going to be shivering. It's going to look like its right eye is falling out of its head. It's going to walk into your house, and it's going to do the slow backpedal and go, get me out of here. uh, That's the the issue. Like, uh, 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 happiness does not equate putting a picture onto Facebook. What's it? I I didn't say that. Sarah McLaughlin's going to come to your house and go, can we have that back? I didn't say (laughs) that the the dog or the kids are going to go, I'm not happy because the dog wasn't on Facebook. That's what you weren't saying. Your wife is going to see the kids that are they're happy with the dog. We're going to enjoy it at the house. And she's going to take a picture, and she's going to go, I want everybody to see how happy these kids are since we got a dog. We're going to enjoy it at the house private. You don't, you realize that your 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 wife like you go on a vacation and there are your kids and your wife takes a picture and puts a picture online and says hey here the kids are having fun at the beach she doesn't do that a lot you shouldn't do that that ain't fun <laughs> that's just do- stupid what kind of dogs are you getting no I could tell her if I go hey don't put this on social media because I don't want anybody to know we got a dog she go okay she go okay that's you're that's terrible she would be totally down with it. I didn't say that she wouldn't be. She's as terrible as I am. Don't forget. (laughs) He's getting a a bigger Bichon? No. No. What's the the world's most miserable dog? Because that's what he's going to be getting. Oh, those uh, those old bloodhounds. Are you saying I'm the most miserable person? No, I'm saying the dog is is going to be miserable. I don't understand why I'm I'm so miserable. I I said the dog is. It would be funny if you had one with one of those miserable looks. If I get a dog. Just for the fun of it. You know, it's like the porch dog. If you gotta start, if you gotta start the relationship with the dog, and this has got to be a secret. This has got to be secretive. No, you know, just to you, you know, guys. You know, what I'm talking about the the bloodhounds. <laughs> the faces look like they melted off the skull. Yeah, yes. <laughs> You're talking about. Oh, almost like this is our dog. Oh, bother. Yeah. It doesn't bark. It goes. Oh, yeah, droopy dog or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, Quit barking. Oh, bother. Yeah. Quit barking. Yeah. He, he would get a dog that would, the dog, he'd go, yeah. he would go, speak, and the dog would go, yeah. no. <sighs> it doesn't matter. Why would I speak? <laughs> the only reason I would get a dog is because of my kids. Right. Of course. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot of joy there. A lot of joy. I just wouldn't tell you just to screw with you guys. Right. Thanks, man. <laughs> this is my dog. No pictures. You don't think the... Uh... <laughs> oh, if we named the dog Kodak, that'd be great. See? Now he's already thinking of names. Yeah. yeah it's set, dude. Are. Yeah, it is. Dude, you're Kodak. getting a dog by the end of the year. I mean, I'm, I'm telling yeah, you. For but... sure. Mm. My wife and I had to talk about it, and uh, we said definitely not this year. Uh-huh. 
No, wait, I Definitely not this year. I hear your kids crying. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh, Santa's not bringing a dog this oh, year. Ooh, fresh it. out. If not now, <laughs> when? Hey, we Ooh, decided no fresh Santa out. this year, too. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't use the, uh, oh, the you know, the, uh, the ah. society burned down. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the society's on fire. On fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the puppy mill's on fire. Sarah Glavin starts singing even louder uh, then. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sarah, not this year. Uh, we're trying, Sarah. We're trying. <laughs> not this year, Sarah. Keep singing. <laughs> And finally, when it comes to vaginal rejuvenation, I'm for it. This was a real hard right turn. The FDA. <laughs> oh, they're talking about puppies on the Riz Show. Come here, the FDA va- is come here vaginal no. reju- rejuvenation. <laughs> come here. <laughs> vaginal rejuvenation, guys. The FDA is saying, no, don't do it. And actually, earlier this week, the FDA sent out a warning letter to seven companies that provide vaginal rejuvenation devices. Devices? Devices. Who believe are, the FDA says they are inappropriately marketing their products as safe. And the focus is on, quote, energy-based devices that use radio frequency or lasers and claim to heal or cure vaginal issues. And the FDA warns, quote, to date, we have not cleared or approved for marketing any energy-based devices to treat these symptoms or conditions or any symptoms related to menopause, urinary incontinence, or sexual function. The treatment of these uh, symptoms or conditions by applying energy-based therapies to the vagina may lead to serious adverse events, including vaginal burns, scarring, pain during sexual intercourse, and recurring slash chronic pain. Okay. All you had to now do is say know. all you had to do is say pain, and it ain't worth it. I'm telling you what the FDA said. Just run a. Run I'm just warn. I'm just warning. What? <laughs> we were talking about sad looking dogs. Scott found three immediately. Here's Eileen. Eileen looks miserable. <laughs> oh my! I don't want that dog. I mean, that's the dog from the commercial. Well, if I got Eileen, it'd be, come on, Eileen. Do that. That's right. <laughs> Here's one that doesn't look miserable. It just looks lost. And his name is Jeff. <laughs> uh. <laughs> look, at, look at Jeff. Oh, what is that thing? Aw. <laughs> is that dog crying? That dog is crying. <laughs> is that your dog? No. Uh. He is <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, perfect dog for Riz. We got it right here. This one here, this is Riz's next oh, dog. Oh. Is that a poodle? <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's, that's a Bichon. Bichon. That's oh. a Bichon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't you tell it's urinating right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is your news brought to you by uh, Travers. <laughs> All right, thank you. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right. Oh, we didn't get. We didn't even do sports yet. Yeah, we sure didn't. <laughs> Games Having were too played. Much fun. People lost. People won. All right, sports headline. Who's after the break? Where's Jeff? Oh, there's Jeff. Hi. He probably got lost in the new building. You all right? People just uh, hanging out, meandering about. Meandering. Yes. 
Got work to do here. Yeah, well, you know what? I read a decent article in, uh, and we got sports here in a, in a moment. Um, this was on that Postgrad Problems website. You ever go there? I have never. Uh-uh. Interesting reads on there. So is abandon? and here was the question they posed, is abandoning a half-empty beer the sign of a good night? Hmm. So it's you're saying, like, what, what type of beer are we talking? So let's say, I, you know, Moon's throwing a party. Mm-hmm. Okay. And God forbid I was invited. Oh, man. <laughs> you're always invited. Oh, standing invitation? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I leave, you, I leave your house, mm-hmm. and uh, you go, oh, Riz was right over there. And, oh, I guess he uh, he drank half a Zima. <laughs> or he, le- he left half a Zima there. Right. Did he have a good time or a bad time? Ooh, it's it's, it's <laughs> it impossible to tell. Well, this guy explained some stuff here. Leaving behind an, a half-empty beer as you depart a party or bar is akin to wasting six to eight ounces of liquid gold, right? Wrong, says this writer. Quote, if you chug that last beer you ordered, it means one of two things. Either you have not had that much time to drink and are able to... Um, I'm sorry. Either you have not had that much to drink and are able to comfortably kill your last beer, or you're so drunk that you drink the rest of the beer despite pleas from your stomach to stop. <laughs> but if you leave behind that last beer with liquid still sloshing around inside, that means you drank enough that you got a good buzz, but were able to stop yourself before drinking that one drink that puts you too far over the edge to recover. Drunk enough to want greasy pizza, but not so drunk to text your ex 15 times, <laughs> which is the perfect balance. I can I can tell you exactly when I have left soldiers behind. So what he's saying is if you leave <laughs> half that beer, that means you had a good night. He at least made a good decision. The only reason that I've ever left soldiers is behind is because I've been so hammered I forgot where I put it down. Yeah, yeah. Or I put it down I was like, crap, is that somebody else's? I think that's somebody else's. My reason is because the person I've been trying to convince to do that one thing finally said okay, uh, okay. and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> wow. But do you get the reasoning there, though? Lives. Yeah, that's kind of actually the Japanese. Um, when you go over there, uh, the, the the first time I went over there, I, I mean, the food that you have over there is incredible, and I scarfed it. And I remember the guy, um, uh, our, our translator and friend, was like, hey, it's kind of customary um, – to leave just a little bit of food. And I was like, but that's, you know, it's a compliment if you clean your plate here at a restaurant in America. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, damn, that was so good. There, they kind of made sense of it where he said, well, this this sort of suggests, an empty plate suggests that maybe they didn't provide you with enough food. Mm, yeah, good point. Where was this? In Japan. Japan. Oh, Japan. And you leave like a small amount. <laughs> you leave like a small amount, and it's like a compliment, like, you did exactly what I needed. I, I ate all of this. I'm not, uh, or, I'm not or, I'm longing for any more. Or you ordered too much. I would be the guy that, that horrible that, Japanese. I'd, I'd be the guy that eat it, the whole thing, and then all of a sudden I'd look at my plate and realize that it's empty, and I'd go, Bleh. oh. <laughs> so that's kind of the half beer. Yeah. What's thought. the uh, if you if you burp, that's a sign uh, you had a good meal too. I don't know. I think I learned that in Mr. Baseball, with Tom Selleck. What if you burp? I thought so. When that, weren't they sitting there? And possibly they, they burped, and then they that were like, may be from a Tom Selleck movie. Mr. Baseball is one of the greatest movies it's so of all funny. time. Domo. Domo arigato. Is that you, from that too? 
I think so. Yeah. You tip your cap. Tip your cap. What a great movie. I want to watch it right now. <laughs> you never Speaking seen of that? baseball. No, I saw it. <laughs> I, d- I didn't think of it as like a cinematic he, masterpiece. He was like Maybe a I sex. See it again. He was like a sex symbol. He was like the hairiest man yeah, ever. I, I remember <laughs> he had a hairy chest. All right, speaking of baseball. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Yesterday, Cardinals made a pretty, uh, pretty big roster move before their game against the Rockies. They sent uh, Tommy Pham to the Tampa Bay Rays for three minor leaguers. Outfielder Justin Williams, pitchers Genesis Cabrera, and Roel Ramirez. They're headed to the Cardinals in exchange for Pham, who now heading to Tampa Bay. Yes. The Cards also made another minor league move with the Indians before the deadline, but the Cardinals didn't pick up the win yesterday as the uh, Rockies took it to them 6-3 at Bush. Tonight, two teams are at it again as the Cardinals and Rockies get going at 7-15. Luke Weaver gets the start. The Washington Nationals. Yesterday, they announced that Bryce Harper was on the trading block. And then they announced ah! that oh, no, he was not, not on it. the trading block. <laughs> Hello! Hi! And then, what they did, and then what they did was decided to take out their anger and frustrations on the New York Mets, beating them 25-4 to yesterday. Oof. Are you yeah. kidding? It was horrendous. It was so bad that the Mets sent Jose Reyes, the infielder, to pitch at the bottom of the eighth, gave up six runs, including two homers. I think it was 14-1 wow. to 1 at one point. Yeah. Record-setting night for the Mets. It's their worst loss in history. (laughs) (laughs) By the late innings, the Mets TV announcers took turns just reading from the team's media guide. Oh, my gosh. Like, literally reading from the media guide. And then on the uh, SNY network, they played the theme to Masterpiece Theater the entire remainder of the game. Are they that bad this year? The Mets yes. are terrible. They must They're be terrible, that bad because, like, 25 Mets, to four. All the Mets fans that I'm friends with on on Twitter, they're they're like diehard baseball fans. They're always tweeting Mets stuff. They've been yeah. real quiet this year, and I was wondering what was going on. Even Jim Brewer hasn't been talking about they're the terrible. Mets. They, I they're think they've lost like 60 games. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> really? yeah, I think so. I think That's they've lost bad. 60. Look it up. Got to compare. Well, they got another hundred. On the internet, I'll look it up. They got uh, another hundred. Five hundred to go. One of they can still pull it and turn it around. There's a thousand games left. One of the uh, newest New York Yankees, left-handed pitcher J.A. Happ, he was sent to a local hospital on Tuesday afternoon and was diagnosed with hand, foot, and mouth disease. That's going around the clubhouse, oh, no. apparently. And it's unclear how he got it. And usually this affects children that are under the age of five. My son the had only it. The only theory that the Yankees have is that he, he got it. A cow. He got it while traveling to New York from Toronto after he got traded. So getting uh, traded got him hand, foot, and mouth. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Have you guys ever seen anybody with that? My son had my it. My son. Or my daughter, Both I'm sorry. My kids have had it. Oh, it, that was the my most excruciating thing I've ever yep. witnessed. And he oh, went, yeah, didn't you get it? Um, I thought you had I, a mild case of it. I think I remember that. Yeah, I think actually. I have nothing so. like he did. Can you because, get a mild because case he, of that? Yes, that's what he had. They, they're calling he has a mild case of hand, foot, and mouth. The Mets are 44 and 60. Yeah, oh. Winning percentage of... Of 423. 423. Wow. And that's not the worst record. Marlins have lost 63 games. Jesus. Damn. Uh, it looks like Happ may still start on Saturday, though. The GM for the Houston Astros, he has had to have heard the stories just like we all have before. The crazy ones about that. what happened the night that that Toronto Blue Jays pitcher, Roberto Osuna, I don't know if you remember this story. This happened a year ago. He was arrested and charged with domestic assault. Remember, the pictures came out of just the photos of the woman that he just beat. It was it was terrible. The victim's face was just bloodied and and bruised and and it was bad. Was it? He was arrested. Was his girlfriend or just a? I, I can't remember if it was a girlfriend or not. 
He had to have heard the details. The fact that this dude has been suspended for 75 games because of this. Like, he's in the middle of the suspension right now. Uh, well, I believe. it's wrapping up. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, he hasn't yeah. been playing. This, yeah, the suspension yeah. is still going on. 75 games. He's had to see all this stuff. He has to know that he, Thursday he's got a court appearance for the assault case. They traded for him yesterday. He may start on Saturday, or he may pitch on Saturday. The suspension ends on Friday. Oh, it's wow. ridiculous. Players and fans of the Astros, players that are remaining anonymous and fans who are obviously not remaining anonymous, they're saying that they may no longer be fans of the Astros because one of, of this. The, one of the reasons why this is a big deal is because the Astros have come out and said that they had a no, no yeah, tolerance. Zero, they got zero, zero tolerance. tolerance yeah. oh, but, you policy know, for this. We can, and his reasoning on, was man, it, it he did it, wins. His reasoning was he did it for a different organization. Yeah. That was it, his quote. This oh, is he, did it for, he yeah. was playing for a different organization when he did what, So when you move to some, a new team, you just erase. So yeah. if you like to hit women. What did he say? He said something along the lines of I like, likes to hit women when he's with uh, that team. That, yeah. that That's not the Houston Astro ways, and that happened b- before he was a Houston Astro. Something to that. Get yeah. that. Get the f*** out of here. By the way, I we were given trouble, or I was, for the Mets for losing 60 games. Cardinals have lost 53 games. Yeah. And a whole lot better. Yeah, They're close. That's, yeah, that's Jeff. not that bad. Uh, finally here, yesterday, <laughs> baseball. yesterday, the NBA announced a new multi-year deal with MGM Resorts International that will make MGM the official gaming partner of the NBA and the WNBA. And the commissioner said, quote, our collaboration will result in the best possible gaming and entertainment experience for consumers through the use of accurate real-time NBA Gambling. and WNBA data. Gambling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Gambling. Yeah. So he's basically saying with the partnership with MGM, this is going to prevent the illegal gambling. Yeah. And with everything going state to state as far as sports gambling being legalized, this is going to help them facilitate all that without having outcomes of games uh, be like put into into question. Yeah. So we'll see you there. Hmm. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. Thank you, Tony. The Rizzuto Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage and MLS number 12901. Now, Niceville, Florida. Was that one of those like Disney towns? Like Niceville was put up. I know like Celebration, Florida was one of those towns that was put up around like the Disney resorts so employees could live there. Niceville, is that the same thing? No, no. I don't know. I'm looking at where Niceville, Florida is, because that's where today's uh, headline Who story comes to us from. So there is a 30-year-old woman who got into an argument with her boyfriend last week after she threw their cat onto his lap. And during their argument, she uh, grabbed a pillow and started hitting him with it. And then she grabbed a couch cushion and started hitting him with it. And when he tried to stop her by grabbing the pillow, she pushed him back onto the couch. Which, by the way, are some seriously aggressive pillow fighting tactics. Uh-huh. You ever fall onto a couch that doesn't have any cushions on it? Oh, it yeah, it sucks. It hurts. Well, anyway, cops got involved and she was arrested for domestic battery. This is over a pillow fight. A Hoosier pillow fight. Where's Niceville? Niceville is in Okaloosa County, Florida. It used to be called Boggy, but it says nothing about it being a Disney town. Okaloosa, is that uh, south? Northwest Florida. Boggy. Boggy, Florida. (laughs) So you go from Niceville, Florida, these Hoosiers. (laughs) Today's headline Hoosier. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Termite Pest Solutions. Termite and Pest Solutions protecting people and property from pests. 
for over 50 years. A Hollywood relationship has come to an end, ladies and gentlemen. They said, and I quote, the decision was completely mutual. We're both happy and remaining friends. That's right. Millie Bobby Brown is now a single 14-year-old. Okay, that's not creepy. Dude, the fact that they're... And this was all over social media yesterday. Uh The fact that people are talking about a 14-year-old's relationship has got to be one of the creepiest things I, I think I've ever read. And it's weird, and, I, and I, I'm i on your side, don't get me wrong, but because of who she is, people would have started asking her questions if she stopped posting pictures with this dude. So that's probably why they did it. But I understand I understand what you're saying. We don't need to keep continuing oh to my talk God, about it. So it's a 14-year-old girl. And you're talking about relationships? I guess it is a little creepy. Guess it is. Anybody here see Incredibles 2? And if so, did you enjoy it? My kids saw it. They loved it. My kids saw it. They said it was great. They loved it. Apparently the whole world did, obviously. It's been out for about seven weeks now, I believe, in the U.S. and the U.S. only. And it has hit the $1 billion mark. Faster than any other animated film in history of your guys' fancy talkies. Mm. Uh, it (laughs) It is also the... 36th film to hit the $1 billion mark. It's also only the seventh animated film to do that. Can you name the other six? To Say hit the one more one time. Bi- $1 billion animated mark movies? animated films. Okay, Toy Story. Partial credit. Toy Story 2. Partial Toy credit. Toy Story 3. Yes. <laughs> Finding uh, Dory. Finding Dory, well done. Moana. No. Uh, Inside Out. No. Uh, it, is de- it is despicable. You can't get this list immediately. Despicable me. Three. Three, yes. Oh, Minions. Frozen. Minions, yes. Frozen, yes. One more. I'm sorry. What did you say? I said Frozen. Oh, sorry. Big Hero 6? Incredibles. Uh, Starts with a Zootopia. Zootopia. Zootopia is the movie I was going to say. Just a little bit of that, And that was massive, too. But that I think was Zootopia was great. You know what else is great? A, a movie that I absolutely love is Sing. Oh, yeah. That's good, too. You of ever those, seen Sing? Uh, half of it. Damn, Damn it. I love cartoons. Yeah, Me, too, man. Of those that hit the billion dollar plus mark, which one's the most? 1.27 billion. Frozen. Frozen. Incredibles 2 has made that billion in just 47 days. When is that? And it has yet to be released in 14 big old countries like Italy, Germany, and Japan. Frozen not has not, not? No, no, no. No, no. Oh, Incredibles. Sorry, Incredibles. Yeah. Are you talking about when does Frozen, Frozen 2 come out? I think August of next year. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, November 27th of 19. It better be good. I'm excited. I really, truly am. Because anything that can get this damn movie out of my house, and even if it's a new song, it's the same premise. Like, we went through the phase two, and it ends. Oh, I know. I know it it ends. ends abruptly. It just falls off. Like, just no more. It is yet to fall off. You know what what phase we're in right now? Is the, I want to listen to Taylor Swift shake it off stage. And I mean, yeah, I want to listen to it. <laughs> That's a quick one. Every five seconds. I had so many parents coming <laughs> up and, and thanking uh, us, the Greek Fire, for the Top of the World song for Big Hero 6 because they would all say, thank you, God. Like, now my kids want to hear that instead of Frozen. It, it has stopped uh, the Frozen phase for us. And I heard that yeah. all the time. There then a, you get into a Top of the World phase. Yeah. Man, I want to tell that guy that sings. <laughs> That's in my house. Prequel is in the works for a 1993 movie. Jurassic Park. No. Starts with a word, the. Wait, one more time? The. 
Shawshank Redemption. Wait, wait, say that one more time. It's a, a prequel is in the work for a movie from 1993. The Sandlot. The Sandlot. Oh my gosh, really? Serious? Yeah. Stupid. Project Absolutely. now in, a, in advanced development at the studio. It's going to be written by the same guy who wrote and, and directed. Sorry, the first one. Yeah, but he did that for the second one, too, and it was... The I second one was literally one of the worst movies I've ever I seen in my life. I th- saw uh, at the airport yesterday a sign for, I guess, uh, the Cardinals doing a Sandlot night. What's that mean? Oh, like they're playing the cool. Sandlot? No, it's like a Sandlot-themed night. Oh, cool. Speaking yeah, of sometime that, the- this month. The theme ticket last night for for the Cardinals, where you you know you get this theme ticket, and with this ticket you get the right to stand in line and get an autograph from a former. It was Cardinal. Larry Walker, right? It was Larry Walker, and that line was 17 miles long. I never would have thought. Not nothing against Larry Walker, but he didn't have. He wasn't Lawrence was dude. Career. Lawrence Walker, mm. dude. You're, you you need to go to this. Texas Ranger. <laughs> you need to go. You need to go to this. It's the 25th anniversary of the Sandlot at the Cardinals game. August 14th. August 14th, uh, and you have an opportunity to get one of two bottle bobbleheads, either ham porter or squints. That's my grandma's yeah, birthday. The, uh, the bobbleheads look cool. Put them up on the screen. She go. Yeah, and that, that's look. the whole reason for this is the 25th. Oh my gosh! No way! I'm definitely wow. going. Yeah. Cool. Isn't that cool? Oh, that's super cool. That's my gotcha day. Maybe I can take my mom. Mm. That'd be really cool. Uh, dead comedian Ralphie May was working on a documentary for years before his death. His ex-manager is saying that that uh, Ralphie scrapped the whole thing. All the footage was trashed as well shortly before his death. Now, his Ralphie May's ex-manager is testifying in court recently after being subpoenaed by the widow, Lana Turner. Is that how you I say the first name? I thought they were getting Lana. divorced. I, think I thought they, they were, were divorced. I think it, separated. Yeah, least. I think separated. it was separated in the middle of or something. She's been after info about uh, Ralphie's contracts, his assets, his property, all that other stuff. So you know what? It complicates things when you're not legally divorced and the other person dies. Like Anthony Bourdain, his yeah, he was not he was not officially divorced. So his widow, who he wasn't with, got control of everything. Mm. And yes, Lana Turner has kids. With with Ralphie May and right. Anthony Bourdain's, you know, widow has had a kid with him, but complicates things when when they go away. Uh, we knew this would happen eventually. We just didn't know exactly when. Weezer covered both Africa and Rosanna, and now Toto has done Hashpipe. Check it out. Want it? Here is Toto doing their best Weezer impression. Are they going to do a studio version? Yeah, they already have. And it's uh, the video for that is up on the blog. Yes, they've done they a studio version. Yes. Yeah, remember the guy uh, that used to be on Loveline Striker? Yeah. He brought them into a studio and they did it. I think it's supposed to be put out late this week, early next week. But they were like an in- actually like legit version of it. Like By the way, they studio. sang the version where uh, my eyes are wide. They say my eyes are wide. I don't get it. Yeah, because they don't. They don't, they don't they use, there's a different word besides eye, eyes. 
in the original, I believe. What's the original Eric? What? Something else that was open. For real? Mm. Yeah, look up the lyrics. That's yeah, what I read. That's what I read a, this I think morning. It's a song about a, I, I, I it's about, it's a trans, about a a prostitute. Yeah, a transvestite prostitute. And something about getting with them and I got the my proper hash is transgender. Sorry. Those guys are all shredders, so it'll sound ridiculously good. The vi- I mean, the video looks great. Yeah, yeah. they're all oh, studio shredders. And they, they said the reason why they want to do this is because they've been smoking hash before the kids in Weezer were ever even born. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Good point. Oh, oh, you've got your problems. Oh, I've got my wide. I always thought he said ass wipe. Nope. <laughs> I did too, dude. He does not say ass wipe. I always he says, he said ass wipe. He says he's got... He's basically spreading. He's wow. spreading cheese. Yeah, he's... Wow. Who would have thought? So wait a minute. So, and the song's about a transgender transgendered prostitute? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Changes. Okay. That's <laughs> why the hash things. pipe, I believe, Changes has everything. been introduced. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? What a I weird song. I got my ass wiped. Damn you, Weezer. <laughs> yeah. Which why are you it? deleting that out of your Spotify, Riz? It's like a tour it. shower. Oh, man. All right, Taylor Swift. A lot of people say that Taylor Swift's uh, lyrics a lot of times seem like they're generated by some sort of computer or a book or something like that. Or is that possibly true? So somebody took a computer and put in a bunch of Taylor Swift stuff, and the computer kicked out some lines. If it were just that that simple, everybody would be Taylor Swift. So that sounds like Taylor Swift uh, lyrics. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the line, and you tell me if it's Taylor Swift or it's a computer. Wednesday is a, wa- a wound around the corner. Wednesday is a wound around the corner. Is that Taylor Swift or a computer? That's a computer. That's a computer. That's a computer. Thank you. The way the way you move is like a full-on rainstorm. That is a Taylor Swift. And what's it called? I don't know. Sparks fly. I wore your tea in the morning and love at night. That's Taylor Swift. That's a computer. You're Because <laughs> you were Romeo and I was a scarlet letter. That's a Taylor Swift. Yep. I stay out too late, got nothing in my brain. That's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. It's time because you want to be far from town. Let's roll this night. That's Taylor Swift. That's a computer. (laughs) Because you're young and we're reckless, we'll take this way too far. That's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. (laughs) We're starry-eyed hipsters and wannabe players. That's Taylor Swift. That's a computer. You're doing so good at this, Riz. (laughs) There's, wait, she's there always like Jesus. That's, she's there always like Jesus. That's uh, Jesus Take the Wheel, Taylor Swift. That's wrong and wrong. That's a computer. Oh, yes. The world moves on. Another day, another drama. Drama. T Swift. That's Taylor Swift. <laughs> Two more. So uh, know that everything falls, but it's worth it now that we're in flames. Mm, Taylor Swift? No, that's a <laughs> Let's see if you can get 100% on this last one. It's true. She'll write whatever is fair. Taylor Swift. No, it's a computer. <laughs> you did so good. You are a I like Swift how he switched up his answers. I like how he switched up his answers. Uh, crabby birthdays. Jason Momoa is 39. Uh, Adam Duritz from the Counting Crows is 54. Coolio, 55. Chuck D. from Public Enemy is 58. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was the man who wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Francis Scott Key would have been a very young 239 years old today. 
Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Candace Nicole. Today's birthday girl's been on her back longer than a coma patient in 121 fine films, including 40-ounce booty bounce, Anacondas and Little Mamas, Bubble Butt BBQ, Volumes 1 and 2, Big Ass Stalker, and who could forget her unforgettable role in, Hey, is your daddy home? <laughs> Candace Nicole, 36 years old. That's your porno birthday. Crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow, Big St. Charles Motorsports. The August bike night starts at 6. Also, Patrico down at the Walter No Florist downtown for the blood drive. He'll be out there starting at uh, noon. That's tomorrow. 1057thepoint.com slash blood drive. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Do you guys know much about these 3D guns? No. I don't know what that is. Oh. Have you been, like, so 3D printers. Oh, yeah, 3D printed gun. I see what you're A 3D printed gun. So a federal judge yesterday blocked the release of blueprints to make 3D printed plastic guns. The order coming as President Trump questioned whether... His administration should have agreed to allow the plans to be posted online. I don't know. I'm very uneasy about this. As a gun guy. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Oh, it's awful. And I'm not a gun guy. It's awful because uh, you think about everything that's in place as far as safety goes, from TSA to to schools with metal detectors and and all that. You can sneak a plastic gun in. Although, you know, when they said, uh, when Glocks came out, remember Glocks were, you know, had a lot of plastic pieces to them. I remember that was a big deal. They were saying, oh, I could get through, you know, metal detectors, you know, but there are metal pieces inside clocks. So this Texas-based defense distributed had, uh, had reached a settlement with the federal government in June after a years-long battle, allowing it to make the plans for the guns available for download. But in issuing a restraining order, this a U.S. district judge said there is a possibility of irreparable harm because of the way these guns can be made. So eight Democratic attorneys general had filed a lawsuit Monday looking to arguing that printable guns would be a safety risk. And the president said yesterday that making 3D plastic guns available to the public, quote, doesn't seem to make much sense. Guns are easy to conceal and difficult to trace. Yeah, not only that, but if you got to go through a background check to buy a gun... You shouldn't be able to just make one. But, I mean, yeah. how many 3D mm. printers are out there? Well, yeah, but, I mean, I mean we're, we're preemptively. One. Yeah, man, I mean. Who's got one? I say you can get your hands on one. I yeah. guarantee you. If you put out a, a APB on a, uh, a 3D printer, we'd have somebody email and go, I got one yeah, you can use. I, I, I don't know much about this. This is preemptive, too. This is just the first in a, in a thousand yeah. cases that are going to be right on our doorstep in five years. I agree with that statement. And there'll be people that are pro this. Like, oh, what do you know? Yeah. It's my, you know, Second Amendment right to, you know, have a gun, a firearm, or whatever. But that's not the uh, issue. I just don't know much about this. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying that that's that. I just these, feel uneasy about. Yeah, it. these are apples and oranges because we're not talking about you owning a firearm. We're talking about the background checks that are going to come along with it. Any sort of things that are in line uh, to to own a weapon are out the window if I can download it off the internet. Mm. I think the plans are out there anyway. So if you really want to do it, they're out there. Yeah, I think they're just trying to get legislation on the books and well, try you to get figure the it all out before 10 years from now, you know, there's a 3D printer next to your toaster oven. Hmm. 
Yeah, I just, it just makes me uncomfortable with the whole I just, 3D I, printed gun I mean, on it. And there's people, there's people in the chat room that are saying, you know, you can't get pu- bullets past security. And if the gun is totally plastic, firing pin at all, it'll break the first time it fires. Okay, maybe well, so, that was, but yeah. that's not the point. You're not sneaking a gun in. And somebody says you could buy a 3D printer at Staples. Oh, you can, huh? Yeah. So, so yeah I was just looking them up, and they're not as ex- I thought they'd be like thousands and How thousands much is it? Like, of do- anywhere from two hundred to like six thousand dollars. Mm. Wow. Basic. Not, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if those cheaper ones though have the. The, the ability cheaper, to do these, yeah, the cheaper ones probably will make like, hey, look at me, I made a you know paper clip. Yeah, but again, the technology's mm-hmm. there, and in a few years, it's going to be there in you know, way different fashion. Listen, my dad used to talk about uh, they used to be able to make guns out of car antennas. They used to call them zip guns. You know, the retractable antennas that would go up when you turn the radio on in your mm-hmm. car. Remember those things? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could fit a, a, I think it was a twenty-two. Really? Into the bottom? Into the bottom. Into the wider end. And just hit it with a, with a nail. Now you can make guns out of anything. You know, I guess when uh, when an airline charges you like 15 grand and check bag fees, what? You pointed at me. Right, right, no, I was pointing at my computer, but right as you said, you can make it. Here's a here's do-it-yourself pen gun. Yeah. There's a, This video is two minutes long. And you got yourself a gun. So check bag fees. I know you don't fly a lot, Patrico, nope. but uh, we fly Southwest a lot because of the no check bags. Yep. Like the fees. Mm-hmm. They don't charge you. You get two bags. American Airlines, you know, Delta, they nickel and dime you for everything. Yep, 25 bucks a bag, 50 bucks a bag sometimes. So I guess when the airline charges you, maybe uh, maybe they're more motivated to keep an eye on your on your, on your your suitcase. I don't know. But according to the new study... Out of all the major airlines in the U.S., which airline did the best at not losing people's bags? Uh, not lo- I'm trying to think of all the times my bags have been lost. The person or the airline that has done it the, f- the, the, least. the least would be Southwest and then American. Spirit. Oh, I've never done that. I was going to guess Spirit. Spirit, yeah. Spirit I Airlines that earlier. does the best job not losing your bags. And they tied with Delta for the lowest lost luggage rate over the past five years. The airlines that lost the most luggage are the the smaller regional carriers, Envoy Air, which used to be American Eagle. That's the worst. And Express Jet and SkyWest are the second and third worst. And believe it or not, the rate of lost bags has gone down 20, uh, 27% overall since 2012. Really? So right now... Only about two or three people out of a thousand will have the airlines lose or. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's actually really good. I mean, but yesterday that one time it happens. Ah, that it sucks. is the it's biggest the pain. The uh, I was up in uh, Terminal Two yesterday, and they got that Wow Airlines now. Uh, yeah, the one that like flies to Australia and like a direct flight to you know Terminal Australia. Two at Lambert was only Southwest. Southwest. And now they have Wow Airlines. I don't know if they're up and running yet, but they're they were the think they are. Yeah. I saw I saw a flight. Apparently, and according to one of our buddies who who knows a lot of people in that industry, he says they fly out like Friday nights at eleven thirty. Yeah, because I looked at the board. Yeah, I looked at the board, and there was no, there were no flights on there, and there was nobody at the at the at the counter. Is it American owned or Australian owned? I think it's Iceland. 
Oh, it is? I don't Cheap flights to St. Louis from Iceland and Europe. Oh, I think you said it was an Australia uh, direct type thing. No, I said I think they fly to Australia. Oh. Ooh, they don't have great reviews. Wow. Wow. Ooh, wow. is that a, that a one star? Oh, one star, huh? How many well, reviews? That's, that's in-flight entertainment. Maybe they don't have any. I, don't it's, I, I hear it's cheap. It's you, just it is it's just juggling. That's the only in-flight entertainment. It's like that, uh, what was that one I took back from Vegas? Was that Spirit? No. No. Uh, was, Allegiant? No. No. Frontier? Was it Frontier? It was one of those, like... You know, the moment where it was just like, here's a plastic here chair. Here is. A chair does not recline. <laughs> but it was half price. Well, yeah. More than half price. Bird Frontier? Versus, it was, or from sp- Vegas? I think it, it says, it says Allegiant, Frontier, JetBlue, Southwest, Spirit, and Sun Country. Yeah, I oh, think Sun was, Country is the Florida one, right? I think it was Spirit because it was... you Even your tray table small. And they pack as many people in that thing as possible. Is that the one that goes to Lambert, or does it go to the, the East St. Louis? No, airport? it goes to Lambert. Because there's somebody that's operating out of uh, the airport over on the east side. That's a, that's a budget one that a couple people have told me. I think that's a legion. Is a really way, a good way to go. Like, you don't think about it. Right. I think it's a legion. You know how you get a one-star on food and beverage review? Don't have You don't it. serve any. No water. This was a, according to this. Makes the plane lighter. It's Berlin to Chicago, Berlin to Chicago, and they said the biggest problem was uh, even if the flight is seven hours long, they don't provide water on the flight. You know what, though? You got water at the airport. Buy a bottle of water. As long as they They say if you ask for a bottle of water, they they will sell you a bottle of water for three euros. Oh, okay. So they do have have People complain about everything. Yeah, You're getting a good deal on the ticket, right? And you give them one star because because uh, the United get water. Yeah, there's no in in flight movie. Come on, my God, people they complain about, they about com- everything. They're complaining they didn't get free water. <laughs> Jeez, you could buy water at the airport, or even on the plane. How how much is three euros? It's, it's like twenty seven hundred bucks. I think <laughs> four and a half, <laughs> four and a half bucks. Five bucks. Pseudo show. What, what are you going to do with that monopoly uh, money when you get back? Here anyway. It's $3.50. Trying to get rid of that stuff. <laughs> Literally $3.50. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. DJ Donnie Fandango next. Ooh. Hey. Right. <laughs> here? Maybe. I don't know if you can hear the music band playing. Can you just picture like a DJ, you know, doing this, mix, mixing this? You missed it, Donnie. Told Take the highs yeah, out. Just missed it. I, I want a whistle in. and some ecstasy. How was uh, your first day yesterday? Oh, it was awesome. Great. I mean, I, I I did make one mistake, but it was my mistake and not the you know like the the board thing. Um, but I mean, it was just uh, it it was great and and I felt like yesterday was like a good day to get in, get used to everything, and you know just honestly try not to screw anything up. And then today, yeah. man, let's go. You know. Like, Did it like seem comfortable, fellas? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I dozed a couple of times. That good. Was perfect. <laughs> Back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash res. I know people are, you know, complaining about yesterday's podcast. The mic levels were a little low. New studio. We're working on it. We're tweaking things. Mm-hmm. New equipment. New, new equipment. New everything. So Listen, we'll, we're, do- we're dialing we everything it. in. But we do appreciate the people that did it in a nice spirit. And hey, just in case you didn't know, this is a little different. We love the feedback. That's good. (laughs) We love the feedback. The stuff that was cursing out King Scott. Everything is King Scott's (laughs) fault. (laughs) 
All right, what do we got? Oh, my gosh, so much stuff, including a lot of good food news, a whole bunch of lists that I think you should go over uh, with uh, on the blog. And then listen to the podcast because we got into it about uh, somebody's new dog, and it's uh, probably just around the corner. In the arms don't. <laughs> just don't. Donnie's face That's a terrible commercial, man. I mean, it's not a terrible commercial, but that gets me. That it's just, gets and me. Every, whenever somebody brings up me getting a dog, that song plays automatically. I don't know what happens. Check out the blog. We did a whole bunch of stuff about movie quotes as well and crap on celebrities. That's 1057thepoint.com slash man. It's right in now. But check out that podcast. Uh, you can get that on all directories, even Spotify and iTunes and all that. And then, of course, our social media. Are we at on a Riz Pornhub show. yet? <laughs> Jeff? Not, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for an email back from my buddy there. <laughs> hey, do they notify users? Uh, members, I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, Donnie, what do you got coming up? <laughs> well, a couple things, man. We have got a uh, a new music showcase coming up with a great band called the Glorious Sons. That uh, they played Point Fest, as a matter of fact, yeah, and were fantastic. Well, they've got a new track I'm going to play for you. Also, Thrice, they're coming back to town. I got a new song from those guys. And speaking of new music, man, we got a new song from the Revivalists today, and it's really, really good. What's the name so, of the song? So, uh, all my friends. Oh, you know that song. All, all my, my friends, friends are all my friends. They were the revivalists with all my friends. You don't even need to listen to it anymore. You simply asked what I had going on. <laughs> 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 all right, Donnie Fandango next. Tomorrow, John Patrico comes to the studio. His first time here. We have the uh, deli tray. I don't even want to deal with it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's been a thing. Is he concerned? Well, I, this was this was the conversation I had yesterday, and this was this was, I don't know if he was joking or not, but this is exactly how. Imagine my dad's voice. Just so you know, <laughs> there better be a chair for me. He never okay. sits. I, I offer him a chair every time. He never sits, no, he and I think he's right. joking. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if he's joking. He never <laughs> has he been up here yet? No, never. No, I seen this. There is a chair for him, though. There's a chair. There's for always him. a chair. For There's him. even yeah. a microphone for him. Like his own microphone over there where he could stand. That's John Patrico's microphone. Let's we- tell him those don't work and make him share with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? I almost, mm, we may have to do the shift. No, we, we don't need to do the shift. I don't want him next to me. I want him next to Tony. So that's what I'm saying. We, uh, I may want. Why? Jeff why? Why are we going to shift? Mike. Even better. We got hang 15 on a second. mics even and you want to shift and make problems. Even better. Put them <laughs> over here so they yell even more. He'll yell even more. Forgetting that they have microphones? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll do a lot more right. pointing, that's for sure. Maybe Craig's we need to get s- maybe we need to get St. Louis Pawpaw's own chair. You know what I mean? Like his own. Like Only person that sits Papa. in it is him or on least, Thursdays. That's or at it. least a seat cushion. Which he I will always never offer him anyway. a chair. And yeah. he never sits. Every so he had what? Hip surgery, knee surgery, he had his feet amputated or something. Yeah, he I don't can't, know. He can't bend his and legs. he won't sit. Remember he had the gout? <laughs> he had the gout. He's having <laughs> he, he, had, he had hip replacement surgery in November and he's having another hip replacement surgery, I think, in December. Well, how many sure. hips and they're gonna have? do it while he's standing up, I'll bet. <laughs> he's actually gonna do a handstand while he's while they're could, doing it. If you can lay All down, right. no, I'll just do it. Tomorrow, uh, Patrico, Walter Noel Flores downtown for the blood drive. And tomorrow night, it's the next calendar search event up at Big St. Charles Motorsports. That starts at 6. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shout now, Dustin Kohler. One more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Oh, my God. You better yes. pick something good. So crazy good. He wants to hear oh. this. This song from, uh, yeah, these guys. Those fellas. <laughs> these fellas. All right, Donnie, next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Energy up. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.